Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 140 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Frane. Across the for me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, we had our first game of the season. Football is just about to return tomorrow. We have a slate of games and Monday night football, obviously. Man, I'm excited. Oh, I mean, I was really excited on Thursday, and the game did not disappoint. Can't wait to break down all mm-hmm. of the week one matchups yeah. and also break down What a down great game for the first game Dallas of the season. Dallas-Tampa game. Great game for Dak Prescott in his return. Yeah, no, Friday, impressive. As um, an Eagle fan, you had to like to see that. Oh, no, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed. The fact that they lost, but they still look. The fact that they lost, but they still look good though. That's which, true. Which kind of scares me. Yeah, you know, moving they did, forward, they did look good. You know, I mean, and Tampa's they, defense looked like it needs a little work in the secondary. The secondary definitely does need a little bit of work, but uh, I was I was really impressed by Dak Prescott. I was impressed by the offensive line because well, we'll talk more about that game. But you know, uh, kudos to Dak Prescott. I don't hate the guy. He's one of the few guys that I don't dislike or hate on the Cowboys, and I'm happy that he is back and healthy. From his injury. That was a terrible injury. Exactly. How was your week this week uh, and another 100-plus degree week out here in California? How was your 100-degree week? You know, I worked four days this week, Ben. I'm sure you worked four days as well. We had Monday off, and it felt like a long week. It felt like a five-day week for some reason. just dragged on. Yeah, but I don't just, well, first week back after a couple weeks off. That's right, yeah. Vacation, so obviously that's always the it toughest. dragged, and it wasn't ideal because, you know, you're sort of getting back into the swing of real life, mm-hmm. uh, although real life probably should be. One week of work and then two weeks of vacation, then one week of work and then two weeks of vacation. I could, I could go for that. That's the Europeans have it right. Well, I mean, I know they don't get that much vacation, but they certainly get a lot more than we do. Uh, Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am drinking a little bit of the Elijah Craig straight rye. Oh, that's a good one. 94 proof. I mean, Elijah Craig, you know, the rye, the bourbon. The bourbon is probably a little bit better. Um, but, you know, for the price, I don't think you could do better. Um, but a little bit of Coke, a little bit of uh, club soda with that, and uh, a little bit of ice, Ben. What about you? I like it. I am going to drink this beautiful bottle of Copper and Kings, the moons of Jupiter gin. Beautiful, amazing gin out of a distillery down in Kentucky that actually makes bourbon primarily. It's a really, really great gin. These are not sponsorships. Yeah, you've been disappointed. Uh, but this is a really nice In my gin. selection recently. I was not so, disappointed. You had you know, a glass like, was very crisp. I mean, you hurt my crisp. feelings. You hurt my feelings a little I bit. Never, a little bit hurt my feelings, you know? <laughs> a little, you know, little bit, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I know that you liked this particular gin. I mean, it's something it's a good you, one. you've raved about in the past. And so, you know. There, there you are. I'm yeah, sorry my, that I disappointed you for so many weeks. Probably there. my top, yeah, my top two are the Copper and Kings and the Opier, probably so far. My mm-hmm. top two gins, Tangeray 10 is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that Franny got me was very good. It was a very clean, crisp, straightforward gin. Uh, it was very good, very good for mm-hmm. the warm weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually, is I'm hoping we get some cool weather next week. Uh, this this gin is great anytime, but definitely when the weather turns a little bit more chilly. Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight on week one I know, of the I'm NFL so season? <laughs> it's on the big board, man. Only 20 weeks to go. Uh, we have our NFL week one breakdown. We have NFL news. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have Ben's betting corner, the return. Actually, I think last week was a return, but I'm always so happy. <laughs> 
to talk about betting. Well, you are because you're actually fantastic parlays. You're I, oh yeah, that's right. I don't have any. Well, it's, it's the first week is always difficult for parlays because you just don't know. You know, teams from last year that were good might actually suck this year. That's true. And we talked a little bit about that last week. Which teams from last year that made the playoffs, which ones won't, and which ones that didn't will. And uh, so we did talk a little bit about that. But Ben, you are really good at making these calls. Fingers and, crossed. <laughs> well, you haven't failed the last couple of yeah, years. So, uh, And we also have our shot of the week, our peanut butter jelly time uh, shot. It is. Um, it was concocted using the screwball um, peanut butter whiskey, which is actually, that for can, the price... That could be our punishment shot after this. But it's not really a punishment. It's actually much better than I expected. I've tried it weeks back, and I wanted you to try some as well. So we have that in uh, our shot tonight, and we also have our beverage of the night from Redemption. Once again, we have their high rye bourbon. I think we've had their regular bourbon. We've had their regular rye, yep. and this is the high rye. So we'll give that a shot. And we also have our beer of the night. Uh, it's Mama's Little Yellow Pills, and it is a, a Czech Pilsner-style you know, beer or Bohemian Pilsner style. And, uh, you know, we always enjoy oh, those, sure. like the Pilsner Raquel, for instance. We really enjoy that beer. We'll see how the American sort of version of something like that tastes. Let's we'll hope see. it's good. Yeah. And and they also make the Dales. Yeah, IPA, the Oscar so. Blues Brewery, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they, oh, yeah, there it is. It's on the can, too. I probably should have <laughs> mentioned that. Yeah, that but I mean, we, that. We, what's, <laughs> that, what's, that, what's that thing on the, on the, the hood ornament there? It's got three spikes on it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, it's a car. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we we really enjoyed uh, that Dale's uh, IPA. Very good, simple very can. solid, simple can. This one's also very simple as well. It looks like uh, graphics from the '70s. And then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. All right, friend. It was first up on the big board. First up, Ben. NFL Week One breakdown. I'm already sad thinking like this is only You're week one, sad? but time flies so quickly. Like the end of the season will be here soon. Like yeah, it's like exactly. you know you look forward. It's like when you go on vacation. And you're looking forward to that, and then in no time it's done, yeah. and you're pissed off. Yeah. Well, at least we get one more extra week. I know. Yeah, Much it's to true. your chagrin, you didn't want to have an extra week of football this year. I know. But come week 18. Player safety, Ben. Come week 18, you're going to be saying, thank God we have one more week of football. I know. And we'll, and, and the uh, the Super Bowl will be near my birthday. Oh, now. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Little so, bit pushed a little a bit little up bit ahead. Further down. So we have even better weather for the Super Bowl out here on the West Coast. But Franny, do you want to break down the first game of the NFL season? The Cowboys versus the Buccaneers playing yes. down in Tampa after winning the Super Bowl in their mm-hmm. home stadium. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Dallas Cowboys 31 to 29. What are your initial thoughts on both of these teams? Uh, you know, I was actually shocked at how good the Cowboys actually did play in this game. I expected it to be a blowout. I expected Tampa Bay to come out and win easily, and they probably would have if not for the bonehead mistakes. I mean, uh, you know, four turnovers, four to one, basically. I think the Cowboys just had one turnover in this game. Um, you know, Chris Godwin, he could have finished off the game at the end, you know, lunging for the goal line, fumbling it there. Fournette, you know, popping the ball up in the air on that screen pass, ended up in an interception. Thank God the Cowboys did not take advantage of those situations. Yeah, and the fumble at and, the, in the end zone at the end you know, of the game. Mike McCarthy. Is a douche. He's, he, He's incompetent. Yeah. I mean, he should have taken those chances, especially against his oh team. Oh, my God. There are teams they have to take chances against because they will score. The Tampa Bay Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to go out and play Andy Reid-style football against these teams. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, he missed the extra point early on in the game, and then they had that, that short fourth down down there. I think it was the first, was it the first quarter where they, you know, they had that short 
fourth down. I think it was within like the 13 or 15 or 16 yard line, somewhere down there near the, near the Buccaneers end zone. And they opted to kick the field goal. Zerline misses the field goal, you know, puts them in a, you know, behind the eight ball a little bit. Uh, you have to take those kind of chances. And they did it again at the end of the game, uh, opting on that fourth and six after the big penalty to not go for it yep. on fourth down there as well. And I think you have to do those kinds of things against the Chiefs or the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may lose 35 to 14 or 35 to 10 instead of losing, you know, whatever this was, 31 to 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're ultimately going to lose the game anyway if you put the ball in Tom Brady's hands with two minutes to go. He knew it. I mean, how the It was fuck? like a minute, minute 20 or something like left or something like that. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah. I know Mike McC- and, all three, and all three timeout. Or they had one timeout? I think they had or? one timeout or one or two at the time. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I I understand the football mind. You know, just have, be close at the end. Give yourself a chance to win at the end. You know, you, the defense could hold them. The defense should be able to hold them. But it it just doesn't happen against people like Tom Brady, like John Elway, like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, these guys are out there, and they're gonna hurt you in these ways. If it's Drew Brees, fine. If it's Aaron Rodgers, even fine. But against Tom Brady, yeah. I mean, not only Tom Brady. You got and Evans you got out Godwin. there. You got Godwin. You got Gronk. Gronkowski. And then a Antonio reborn, Brown. a reborn Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown looked like the Steelers' Antonio Brown in this game. And even Gronk looked excellent in this game. I mean, you know, everybody was out there catching the ball. I mean, on both sides. You know, I mean, even even the receivers on the Cowboys side. The one player that really did disappoint, Zeke Elliott. Zeke yeah, Elliott. I mean, I know he's running into that line with Vita Vey and the rest of those guys up there. But I mean, I've said it for a couple years now. I think. I think Ezekiel Elliott's career is over. I think he's washed. He can block. That's just about it. I just don't ever see him getting back to even above average running back status. I think Pollard should be the bell cow down there in Dallas. Mm -hmm. You know, have Zeke in there on blocking downs. You know, use him out there as a receiver because he can still catch the ball. But I just don't think Zeke Elliott will ever be, you know, it's not a commentary on him as a, a human being. I just don't think he has, his body can do what it used to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously a crazy front yeah, I mean, he was going up against. But, yeah. you know, but Dak Prescott threw the ball, you know, 42 of 58. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think he had 35 attempts or 34 yeah, attempts in the first from half. An, from that terrible ankle yeah. injury to do, be able to do that, I was really impressed that's by that. too Dak. many attempts. Too many attempts. It is too many attempts. It's, it's you know, it's it's you shouldn't put your quarterback under that much pressure and and but the offensive line did hold up so yeah. well in this game. I mean, it was, was blitz smart. after blitz after blitz after blitz and they held up. I mean, and he you still know, got the ball two out. or three times they did get to him, but I mean, you know, when the pressure was in his face, he was very smart with the football. He made that one errant throw into, you know, triple coverage. Chris Collinsworth thought it was the greatest throw in the world. Yeah, and that's the but, that's the exact throw that Tom Brady was saying you shouldn't throw because it leads not only to your player get, getting lit up but a defensive penalty probably if he catches the ball mm-hmm. and it's on the offense for making the mistake into throwing that ball in the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's fourth down at the end of the game to win the game, you make that yeah. throw. But you don't make that throw when he made that throw mm-hmm. because it's just an, it, nothing good can happen. And I mean, I just, I was blown away by how good Dak Prescott played and how the game, you know, I didn't expect that they had a chance. I, I expected that they, that they would be in this game. Uh, but if they, but if they were going to be in the game to the degree that they were in the game, I didn't expect Mike McCarthy, well, I guess I did expect Mike McCarthy, huh. to be this conservative, this traditional, this predictable in the way that he allowed that game to play out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could forgive the one of the, in the early part of the game when they went for the, when they, they, the missed field goal on the fourth down, even though they were down really close to the end zone there. But you can't forgive not going for it on fourth and six. I know they yeah. had the penalty. I know it was third and six, and it backed them way up. Uh, 
but I still think you gotta go for it there. That was at the end of the half, right? Uh, at the end was of the it? game. Oh, at the end of the game. But there was at the end of the half though. They also had the football, and you know I don't understand why a lot of oh coaches... they kicked the field goal after the fucking no, but turnover. Even, even just like punting the football away, you know, it's it's like and your kicker can't reach the end zone. Exactly. No, but it's like why not just why not go for a for a long bomb down the field and see what happens? I mean, if it's an oh that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, fine. It's, it's a punt. It's basically punt? a punt. It's basically a punt. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> if if you score a touchdown, great. If it's intercepted, all right. I mean, the the odds of you running, running the ball, ball back, back ninety yards. If, if that happens, and that's on your team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't understand why a lot of coaches are so conservative at the end of a half when you have the ball. You're on your side of on the other on the opponent's side of the field just go for it you know just who gives a shit you know they're they're not gonna have enough time even if they there's a touchback if it's intercepted or whatever they don't the other team is not gonna have a chance and it's basically a punt anyways yeah so i, I mean that's understand. why i root for guys like cliff kingsbury and these and these younger guys that are coming in the league uh you know even kyle shanahan i mean i don't root for matt lafleur because he's a saint he's already 60 years old he play, he coaches like he's 60 years old he coaches like mike mccarthy so who the fuck cares about matt lafleur uh, but I, I really root for these younger guys because McCarthy, they could have, the Cowboys, I know you hate the Cowboys, Yeah. but if, if they took more chances in this game, they could, they have, could have won, won. I was mad. this I was pissed. game. I didn't realize that, I mean, this it scares me being an Eagles fan because they looked pretty damn good in this game against the Super Bowl champs in their home. I mean, they went to Tampa Bay and they put up a really good fight against four turnovers and they lost four turnovers. I know, I know, and and that's something you have to also look at as a Cowboys fan. Like, fuck, we had four turnovers and we still lost this game. That's a little worrying um, because they just didn't take advantages in the red zone and they had so many red zone opportunities and and, fumble in the fourth quarter. You know, and it's it's and also in the red zone, it's like they pass, 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 and they went for a couple of runs in the red zone. I know it was like pass, 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 run, run, run. And then you run it now. I mean, you're having so much success with the pass. And then you run the ball. Run with Prescott. Run with Elliott. I can't remember who the other person was. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I mean, play calling in the red zone. I mean, I know their offensive coordinator. Everybody seems to love him. I mean, he's been there for like two or three years. Everyone thinks he's going to be a head coach someday. Obviously, I don't think it was his call whether to go for it on fourth down in the first quarter or in the fourth quarter. I just feel like you got to take chances against teams like the Buccaneers Mm -hmm. with their weapons, teams like the Chiefs with their weapons. Better to lose by 20 points than to lose by two points knowing. You're gonna lose the game anyway. Yeah. Uh, that fourth and six. Uh, I mean, I just feel like even if they don't pick it up, they're still gonna lose the game. They were damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they don't pick up the fourth down, they lose. If they kick the field goal, they lose. Yeah. Like it, it was. There's really no. It was Matt Lafleur with with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Kick the field goal and hope you stop Tom Brady from getting That's down the, yeah. to getting a first down. Uh, it's just not gonna happen. The last team to stop Tom Brady. Was the Eagles in the yeah, Super Bowl and the Giants the strip sack? That was kind of lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that that happened at that time. Um, but you just you don't stop these guys. I mean, you know, like if you have even Russell Wilson with the ball, you know, a minute thirty seconds left, a timeout or two, there's a pretty damn good chance you can get it to field goal range. I mean, it's not that far away. Even a touchback, you end up on the twenty five yard line. Especially with fucking Zerline. I think the last drive they started at the thirty five or thirty eight yard, something like. I mean, he every there was no. There, I don't think there was a touchback in the game. From uh, I don't know if there was, but yeah, it didn't seem like he was kicking their the ball very well. Their special teams was getting run all over all yeah. game long. I mean, there's so many. I mean, I know it's easy for me to say, but I hate Mike McCarthy. I can't stand the way he coaches. I can't stand how conservative he mm-hmm. is. And Dak Prescott, quite frankly, as well as he played, as well as the other you know folks played in that game, especially the receivers and the offensive line and the defense, which was supposed to be pretty bad. Micah Parsons played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Just to to to. to 
to rip it out of his, you know, to rip it away from him by being that conservative. You know, I, I think if you talk to these guys, they would rather they would tell you they'd rather have gone for it, especially on that field goal in the first quarter and that field goal at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. At least give us a chance to win the game. If we lose, we're going to lose it anyway. Uh, so that's how I feel. But what do you running. think, though, Ben? What do you think about the play of Antonio Brown? I mean, he looked like the Antonio Brown of old in this one. I mean, he that long touchdown pass five, from Brady. It was like a 75-yard. I'm not sure if it was 75-yards. But it was pretty close to yeah, it, somewhere around there. Five catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked. Come back to the Steelers. Come back. <laughs> he now you're reformed. Gronkowski looked like the old Gronkowski he from New amazing. England, too. He looked amazing. I mean, Gronkowski fighting for yardage. On uh, that last drive of the game. He's still dragging defenders well, with him. Exactly. I mean, he looked very impressive as well. I know it's the first game of the season, so, you know, he hasn't been, you know, battered, you know, throughout, you know, maybe five or six weeks from now. We'll see how he plays um, just because he's, I mean, he's been in the league for a little while. He's not the oldest tight end out there. He seems old yeah, because he's like accomplished. Yeah, I think. He's accomplished so much in the league, and it seems like he should be 40 years old, just like Tom Brady or even older. But he's, he's still relatively young. But, you know, last season, he wasn't doing this. The season before that, he's he wasn't healthy. doing this. But now he's back, and he looked really good, at least in this first game. We'll see how the season continues. But, damn. Yeah, but Godwin with 100 yards, Gronkowski with 90 yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. Fournette with 27 yards through the air and 32 yards on the ground. Uh, but Dak Prescott, you know, 403 yards, three touchdowns, and that one interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott only with 33 yards, but Amari Cooper claims he's the best receiver in the league. 139 yards on yeah. 13 receptions. Pretty good start. Two touchdowns in the game. CeeDee Lamb. Respectable game. Yeah. Seven catches for 104. A few drops in the game. I was actually that impressed. That hurt him. But he is still a second-year player. By Schultz, too. I was really impressed by Schultz, their tight end over there. He was out most of last year, I think, or he was hurt. But he actually looked really good in this game. Um... You know, I, I wasn't sure how he would perform, but he actually made some really big catches in this game. You know, to keep some drives alive, keep them going. And uh, fuck, I hate it. I hate, I hate, I hate the fact the Cowboys played so well. Fuck the Cowboys. I am an Eagles fan. All We're gonna right. take the punishment shot, Ben. Let's do but it. I'm gonna take this shot. Uh, this not only because I said something negative again? about the Cowboys, but also a shot for Dak Prescott. I'm glad that he's back and that he's healthy. I That's, am. I'm like, I'm like Ben. <laughs> I don't like. To see other players from the opposing team go down, Bullshit. I'm sure we'll talk about Bullshit. we'll talk about you know the Baltimore Ravens. I'm sure and the issues that they've had recently with the injuries. As long as it's an injury you can recover from, I'm yeah. not upset. Yeah, but I'm I'm surprised at how Dak Prescott came back from that injury. You know, an ACL tear yeah. is one thing, but his dangling foot, foot was dangling. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's you've got to be in shock when something like that happens to you on the field and you just see your foot hanging the wrong. I don't even know how I would react to something like that. Just, I, like, like, just like in a Tosh Point Oven, uh, you just stare yeah. at it and scream for the, for your friends yeah. to call the ambulance. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the reason we're taking the shot, it's our punishment shot. Uh, if I see anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I just said, fuck the Cowboys and fuck the Cowboys again. Uh, ben, if you see anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC, North. then you take a shot and Sonya, who is... Well, well, she'll join us eventually one day on this podcast, maybe in a few years. She, she used to be the maybe female voice. She, she didn't even watch the first game yeah. of the season. She went to the bedroom. Right. She's already she's, done with she's football nervous. She's after nervous. the first game. She's already nervous about the Seahawks game tomorrow. She's a nervous wreck. She won't be here. She won't be here. She's going to be pacing around she'll the be yard. Out shopping or something. Yeah, if she says anything ever on the podcast uh, about... I'll get a text. It's 45-3, to three, but we can still lose. 
about the <laughs> NFC West, then she would take a shot. But, you know, but eventually, maybe one day. We'll see, Ben. <laughs> exactly. But uh, cheers to you. We're cheers. drinking this disgusting Ugh, JP is, Weiser's. I'm like not a, sure. Are you pouring more in that glass? Like I mean, the, in the bottle? It should be empty by now. I'm just going to say I, fuck seriously. Baltimore after every like, segment this stuff, just so we can get through this. I mean, we've had other punishment shots. Not only does this stuff taste disgusting, but I start slurring my speech like just after right one away. shot. And it's not even a full shot. This is like half a shot. And I don't know what they put. Maybe it's gasoline. I'm not sure exactly what they put. It's a Canadian whiskey. Maybe it's the maple. It's whiskey. bad. I don't know. It's bad. Cheers. Let's do it. <laughs> it's just it's just wrong. Uh, there's the no flavors, vanilla. the way the flavors mix like together, spiced are just vanilla, not right. but there's no vanilla. It's just, it's it's, it's like it's, unsweetened chocolate. It's it's like benz- it's like here, benzene. have this cinnamon in a in a spoon. It smells great, but it tastes uh, awful. I think this is the closest thing to rubbing alcohol uh, that you can actually drink. I think that's it's probably what is is it ethyl or methyl? Uh, I forget now. Ethyl, I think. Ethyl. Yeah. How much? How much? What's the proof on that thing? I think it's forty percent, but it it, 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 it tastes 40, higher. Oh, forty three percent. Forty three percent. Still tastes higher. Tastes about it, like it's about a hundred. Yeah. Woo. Not 100 proof, 100%. Exactly. 200 proof. Yeah, get, I'd rather have 151. I'd rather have that 151 rum that's in there uh, than yeah. this. Yeah. I yeah, would. Probably. I would. All right, for anyone to break down or give our predictions on the rest of these games. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it, Ben. All right, go Cowboys. Next. <laughs> Shut up. My <laughs> God, you're such a Cowboys fan on this podcast. Well, I'm, I always, well, I'm trying to get you to do I more know, shot. I know, but I did one shot. That's, I, if it was another, if we had a different punishment shot, I might say something negative again, but I'm like worried to say something negative. I just root for the, I always root for the team that, you know, and it was a big spread. So, yeah. And I did win my bet. I took the Cowboys. And the over on a teaser won that yeah, bet. First well, bet of the year. Ben's Benny Corner, man. You're good at this stuff. All right. First up. Well, I just thought, I think I said, I, mean, I thought the Cowboys would keep it close. No, I mean, you've been saying, I just hate to admit it. Like, I know the players that are on that team. I know that they the have defense good. defense is still needs some work. They, they have, well, even in this game. I mean, they weren't that bad. I mean, they were going up against one of the better offenses in the league. They didn't really get any pressure on Tom Brady in this game, which was, you know, sort of disappointing yeah, for them, I'm sure. Yeah, he gets the but ball out in like two seconds. The offensive two line, and a half though. Seconds. Yeah, but the offensive line. I mean, but even with the pressure, so I mean, we're going back to the game. But I mean, even with the, when they had pressure, when they put pressure on him, he didn't tuck and fall down on the ground. He always had a backup plan. Yeah. Like even that one where he was backpedaling and he threw it to Gronkowski for the touchdown, he knew exactly what was happening on that play. But even when he was under pressure the entire game, you know, you'll sometimes see him, you know, like just curl, curl up. Curl a bit of ball. Yeah, and, and just fall down. Uh, but in this game, I mean, maybe I saw it once, but, you know, he made that one throw where he was falling to the ground, threw it to the sideline. Uh, oh, that was, was four, crazy. I think that it was, was Fournette. That was, that was like a Carson Wentz throw, and it was yeah. complete. And that's not something you see from Tom Brady at 44 years yeah. old, and he's doing that. I think and he was I've trying to throw it. Him. I think he might have been trying to throw it away. But I mean, but that was a huge play. Fournette yeah. went up for that. Like he was just a man on that play, and just grabbed it away from the defender. Yeah, I mean, Fournette was, was available. Anybody yeah. could have taken him last yeah. year. Yeah. Anybody could have had him. Yep. All right, Franny. First up, Seahawks at your Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he's getting a nod. Looks yeah. like he's ready to yeah. go. He's healthy. I'm, and ready I'm to excited go. to see what he can do. Seahawks versus Colts. These are the morning games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what say you? Uh, you know, I can still see the Seahawks winning this game. I'm not sure if... Um, you could see it? I can see it right now in my crystal ball, Ben. <laughs> I can see the Seahawks winning this game. I know they're playing in Indianapolis. Um, but, you know, th- I mean, I-, I don't know how Carson Wentz is going to do. I- you know, he didn't have I do. much... <laughs> He didn't have much, uh, you know, preseason time. I mean, he doesn't practice much lately. He didn't have um, much play time last year, either. Yeah, but he does have Frank Reich. So, I'm, you know, I'm sure Frank Reich's play calling from, you know, the Eagles to the Colts, there's not a huge difference in the playbook. But still, 
the way he performed last season and even the season before that, he wasn't that great. And I can sort of see that see that carrying over at least for the first few weeks with the Colts, with the Seahawks. Everybody's in place there. I mean, Russell Wilson's been there for years, but I mean, the coaching staff, there's no turnaround or anything. He knows the playbook. They're ready to go. I think the Seahawks should win this one, you know, maybe 24 to 14. Yes. I mean, new offensive coordinator at, at uh, you know, with Seattle, I think they're going to have a little bit more creative, fast, more up-tempo offense in Seattle. We'll Let see. Russ cook. Well, yeah, exactly. And we'll I didn't see. know they had a new offensive coordinator. I thought, okay, maybe I was wrong. All right. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> like everybody's the same. Norton is there. It's all I good. I can't remember. Wharton, well, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, the, the new offensive coordinator, but we'll learn all of this as we go. But yeah, it's uh, something with a W. Uh, Waldron? Shane Waldron? Nah, that's close. I think nah. that's close. Close uh, enough. But yeah, I mean, and I think that they're going to, they're going to, it's going to be more up tempo. There's going to be less sort of methodical uh, types of play calling from Seattle. I think Carson Wentz, I think. He's going to play terribly, at least for most of the season this year. I just don't have high hopes for Carson Wentz. I know their defense is better in in, uh, in Indianapolis. In fact, it's a really good defense. I know they've got the weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. But I think the Seahawks are going to win this by seven or more. I think this is going to be a statement game from the new offensive coordinator, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, that the offensive line has improved, that the weapons are there, that they are not the team that everybody thinks they are. This team is going to come to play tomorrow, and the Seahawks are going to win this game big. Well, it's it's a it's a good thing you pay attention to your wife's team, Ben, because I had no idea there was. An, I, I seriously, the new offensive coordinator, I I I didn't even realize that they had one. Yeah, the only, I mean, if you're if you if you have a Seahawks fan in your life, you have to know two things: what's the offensive line situation in Seattle, Bad, and what's the offensive coordinator situation in Seattle? Because if those two things aren't good, there's going to be drama with Russell Wilson. Uh, we had a little bit of drama early on at the beginning of the at the beginning of the off season early on at the beginning of 2021, but they were able to sort of squash that uh, with the new offensive coordinator and Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson having conversations. Uh, and we're going to talk about something in the NFL news about an offensive lineman that they just signed to a big contract. Uh, I think that Carson Wentz is, he's just not a particularly good quarterback, not a particularly smart quarterback. And Frank Reich's going to try to get the most he can get out of him. But I think it's going to be a long season for the Colts at the quarterback position. I could be uh, wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree. I mean, I I just don't know what to expect from Carson Wentz. Just watching the way he played last season, uh, not it good. doesn't really bring bring me a lot of confidence. I mean, and, and the Colts fans shouldn't really have a lot of confidence either. Yeah, the Colts. <laughs> they, they don't know if they. I think they've been sufficiently beaten down yeah. by Jim Irsay uh, yeah. and, yeah. and that front office. Well, I mean, they were they were lucky. I mean, they, they went they moved from Peyton Manning to Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. And unfortunately, Andrew Luck did retire sooner than expected. So I mean, they had a pretty good run yeah, there of quarterback. So and, well, yeah, Philip Rivers at least, was, for, was, at least was, for a season. He was a good fill-in. He yeah. was a good fill-in quarterback. Actually, Philip Rivers might be the better option this year yeah. instead of Carson Wentz. He's coaching like high school football. He's having a blast. Yeah, good coach on uh, Friday and fly out for the Sunday games. Yeah, I mean, but some Aaron Rodgers would probably he said, "I don't want to work Monday through Friday. <laughs> I just want to show up on Saturday, practice. I'll play the game on Sunday. I'll see you in Hawaii the rest of the week." Uh, next up, a barn burner, uh, Jaguars at Texans. Obviously, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got Urban yeah. Meyer, you got all generational talent. Got a generational talent down there. Uh, you know, he's already put his foot in his mouth a few times. Urban Meyer, this at, during the off season, he's, he's learning sort of that there's a little bit more attention that's going to be paid to you nationally mm-hmm. when you're a head coach of an NFL team versus a head coach of a regional college football team. So what you say matters. So. But I think he'll learn from that. But what do you think, Friday, about this game with Tyrod Taylor? You know, he hasn't got injured yet. Give him a couple quarters. <laughs> but what do you think? Uh, I think the Jaguars should win this game. I mean, the Texans, really? I would expect the Texans to maybe win 
two or three games this season. I mean, they're not a very good football team. Taylor's you know. not a. I mean, he's. I mean, he's, he's not, average. He's he's an average quarterback. But you know, I I, I just think um, you know the Jaguars as as bad as even they are, I still expect them to win more games. I mean, this uh, d- uh, division game, but um, you know, those are usually tough. But this season, just with the turmoil that the Texans went through in the off season, uh, you know, I, I think the Jaguars are just you know set up. They're more prepared for this game than the Texans. Yeah, I'm going to take the Texans in this one. Whoa. Only because Trevor looked first game in the NFL. But he, that's, still a, that's a pretty good start against the Texans. They're not throwing yeah. him out against, you know, Pat Mahomes and the Kansas oh, City Oh, for Chiefs. sure, for sure. And I think the Texans, I think the players that are left on that squad might want to make a statement here to open the season with all the drama that's been going on. You got Tyrod Taylor. He can win a game. He won games for Buffalo. He's won games for, well, nobody wins games for Cleveland except for Baker Mayfield. But he, I think he won some games for Cleveland. I don't think, I think it'll be close. Uh, but I actually think the Texans are probably. Uh, I think I think the Texans are going to get a win here, a close win. But right. Trevor Lawrence is going to have a nice season. But I, I think he's. I think the Texans are going to win mm-hmm. to open the season and make a little bit of a statement mm-hmm. that you know, you know, with the new head coach. I think it's what is it, Cully, uh, Cully, something they, like that. They're a mess. Uh, but next up, Franny, the game of no, your week. No Deshaun, no win. <laughs> no Deshaun, no win. It's like a, that's a Bob Marley classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No Deshaun, <laughs> no win. No Deshaun, no win. And he's ready. I mean, there was talk that he might like threaten to play, say I'm ready to play, and and put the onus on the team and the league to do something about him. But it looks like you know he's just not going to play until the league decides what to do with him, or there's some some resolution to either the criminal trial or the civil the civil. I, wish I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with all that. But I just I want to see this guy play football. I'd want this to, you know, end his career in any sort of way or be off the football field for multiple seasons because, I mean, he's just a great talent. Yeah, and they should just, I mean, just put him on the exemplars now so that the team can move on, yeah. all of us can move on. Let him deal with his legal you know, issues. And let him deal with it punishments. And, and whatever happens, happens. But if he can come back next year, but get away from the team, I think it's the best thing yeah. for them is to get him away. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to play him, put him on the exemplars and just say you have enough information to suspend him with yeah. pay and just be just done remember with that. it. No Deshaun to win. No Deshaun, no win. I'm gonna I'm gonna record that this week. <laughs> uh, kind of no Deshaun. I gotta think yeah, of it. Gotta no get... Watson, no win. Sounds yeah. no, no Watson, no win. Yeah, or that too. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how I can write the lyrics for that. Uh, your game of the week, Friday Eagles at Falcons. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. I mean, it's a tough one. Oh Lord, it is a that's tough, a tough game. one. I mean, you know, like they, in the, with the Falcons, they put everything out on the curb this this season. The Falcons had a yard sale. Oh yeah, like the Eagles did not. Well, they didn't like intentionally have a yard sale. They had a home invasion. We have we have three quarterbacks on the roster. When you have uh, when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a you don't have a basic starter because you have like two. It's like a battle of the front. Like yeah. with the Eagles, there's three of them, and you don't even know which one's like better than the other because they're all like mediocre quarterbacks. I don't know what to expect from Jalen Hurts. You know, I mean, we got Minshew there, we got Flacco there. I, I mean, there Minshew, are, there are... I, I just go one and one every yeah. other. It's like <laughs> every quarter. Yeah, like you just AC, bring a new BDF days in high school. You know, or junior high. When you have you two know. quarterbacks, you have none. When you have three. You definitely have none. Yeah, but Flacco's not going to be around much longer. But but yeah, Minshew, maybe, you could he could. I mean, he he you could potentially step in as a serviceable we'll Jalen Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see how Jalen Hurts can perform. I you know he performed well last season. He was just kind of thrown in. He didn't expect it. You know, with Carson Wentz, a lot Wentz of injuries and the on the team. He was forced to a play. A lot behind. of issue. I mean, but you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not really high on we'll the Eagles. <laughs> I'm not really high on the Eagles this season. I expect this to be a loss. You know, new coaching staff, new you know defensive coordinator. You know, it's it's just. There are so many moving pieces in the offseason, and I, I just don't know how well all those things are going to come together in the first week. You know, a few weeks from now, when sort of everything starts, uh, you know, molding together and becoming more of a, a cohesive unit, then we'll see what happens. But right now, first game of the season, I'm not expecting much. Yeah, Eagles, 
you know, easy peasy. This is going to be a pretty easy game for them. I know they're playing in Atlanta. Hertz has handled the media very well this offseason. He seems very mature, very smart, very accomplished already. I like the way Minshew handled the media. Oh, you know, he's, yeah. I mean, he don't care about nothing. Yeah. He, he just doesn't. thing I like about high school girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get older, they, they stay, stay the same, same age. age. That's Gardner Minshew yeah, right there. I mean, That's he just doesn't care. His shtick. It's not even his shtick. It's who he is. Yeah, I mean, he just he just doesn't care. But, I, I mean, I, I was, I've been really impressed with how Hertz has handled, a, I mean, especially the Philadelphia media. You know, he's handled it with poise, maturity. You know, yeah. he's smart with what he yeah. says, smart with you Even know how he season. answers yeah, questions. He doesn't season. get in trouble. You know, he's not saying things that he shouldn't. He's not he's drawing very attention mature, to himself. Very mature young player. And it was great to see that last season. I'm sure that will carry over to this season. But, but Falcons, just, they watching, got nothing. The just watching got nothing. his release and watching the way he played in the preseason, I have some doubts. You know, eh, I, you Me know, too, I, but yeah. it's the Falcons. I, it's, it's, it's the Eagles. It's, it's, I mean, the Eagles had four wins last season. I mean, come on. Yeah, but you know, you you got players coming back. You've got people that are going to be. You got team, and especially the defense is going to be healthy. The offensive line is going to be improved. You still have Goddard. You still have Ertz. You still have Devonte Smith. Smith. You still have Fulgham. Is Fulgham or the yeah. I don't know if Fulgham is. I don't, it, think, I don't know if he made the final roster. Actually, I mean, I mean, he, obviously he played but really well. You got well. Rigor and yeah. Uh, and Watkins actually yeah. also looked pretty good. I mean, you know, we got like 30 running backs. Um, so Yeah, I mean, at least Baltimore would love to have your running yeah, back situation. Right. If you got to start Le'Veon Bell, you know your things are bad. I wouldn't mind their quarterback situation, though. I wouldn't uh, mind Lamar Jackson. You know, I, I, I wouldn't mind a little bit of Lamar Jackson. We'll see. But, yeah, the Eagles are going to win this one walking away, I think. Uh, next up, Chargers at Washington. I see Justin Herbert picking up. Right where he left off last season. This I is a them, tasty bet. I think I Washington's them, favorite in this game. Really? Are they really? Hmm, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I, Herbert looked excellent last season. I think he's going to continue this season. You know, Fitzpatrick first game with Washington. Uh, as much as I like Fitzpatrick, he's a really good player. Really, I'm not a really good player. Really good dude. He's a mediocre. He's a really fun he, player. He's a really fun player. A really good player for stretches. Uh, and then he has those really bad stretches. It's just which stretch? Which stretch are you going to get to start the season? Uh, their defense, one he's of the best amazing, in man. the league, still. But um, I think Herbert will, you know, tear him apart. I seriously do. I think the Chargers yeah, will win favored game. by a point, I think. Yeah, I, I can see them winning by at least seven. Yeah, I agree. I think the Chargers are going to come out and make a statement. Uh, you know, they've got the weapons on that team. You know, what's his, uh, Keenan Allen is still on that team. Austin Eckler, obviously, is going to be playing. Thank goodness. There was, some, there was some worry that he might not be able to play. The offensive line has improved. I don't see any reason why Herbert and that offense, given what he did last year, throwing what is it, 30, 30, 30 plus touchdowns? I think it was 30, 32, 30, 30, 32. And I know, I know Washington's got a great front line. They've got some decent guys in the secondary, but I really think that, that Herbert is going to make a statement here in the opening game of the season, overcoming mm-hmm. that defense, getting the ball out of his hands faster. They've got a real head coach there now. I like their chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else to add, Friday? Nope. All right, next up. Ah, uh, this one is a tough one, Ben. The Steelers at the Bills. Ronnie, what say you? Whew. I want to hear what you have to say before I uh, make my you know, I, I, I am pretty sure that you're going to say the Steelers will win this game. Um, <laughs> it is our adopted team. Not this week. Not this week. Uh, in general, we, we root for the Bills. Uh, but since they are playing the Steelers, Ben, my second favorite team, your 
team. Um, but I, I just think the Bills are a better team. But oh, I mean, you've got to be I, kidding I, me. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just think they, I, I, they're going to come out and win this game. They're, you know, you're playing in, I uh, in the New York Eagles against the Bucks, <laughs> <laughs> and that wouldn't have been a smart, smart decision. Hey, right there. I almost hey, look, picked the Cowboys. I, want, I, want, I want the Steelers to win this game. I just don't know if they have what it takes this week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't see it happening. I just don't. I don't know. I, I just the Bills are a very good football team. The Steelers are, are also there, too. I mean, the Steelers are going to be one of the better teams in the AFC. Not according to Vegas. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why everybody's so down on him, but I'm, I'm not that down on him. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Steelers are really going to hang in this game. But, this, you know, the Bills, you know, with their defense and uh, with the way Josh Allen played last season, if it carries over to this season, um, he could just run away from the pressure. And he's got, you know, he's got Stefan Diggs out got there. He's got Cole contract. Beasley out there. Big and, contract. Yeah. Weighing him down. <laughs> weighing him down. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I mean, I hope Najee Harris, you know, he shows up and he throws, he runs for like 125 yards and maybe two touchdowns or something like that, something crazy just to start the season and see a running game for the Steelers finally after so many years. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, Steelers I, I, are going to win this game. Yeah, well, they're going to win this I game. I hope so, Ben. I hope so. At Orchard Park, uh, the offensive line. I know everybody has a lot of concerns about it. Stephon Tuitt, That's that's my biggest concern. Is Stephon Tuitt, one of our best defenders on the line. Is out, you know, he is on injured reserve, which is a problem. But TJ Watt got signed. He's going to play in this game. He's prepared. Uh, we got Najee Harris. We've got uh, all of the receivers coming back from last year Deontay Johnson, Juju's back. We got Pat Fryermuth, the huge tight end out of Penn State, who looks great. Mm-hmm. We got Eric Ebron out there. We got Najee out there. The offensive line, if they can pull it together, and I think that they will, I think we've got more weapons on offense than they do. I think our defense is better than their defense. I, I think the Steelers are going to show the Bills here at the beginning of the season that their window might not be as open as they think it is. They may be the fourth or fifth best team in the AFC after coming in last year being about the second best team in the AFC. I think that that window may be closing. The Bills brought back essentially the same roster they had last year. I know they were close last year. I do understand that. But I think Josh Allen is going to have to work very, very hard to, to to replicate what he was able to to do last year. His really, his only really solid year, wire mm-hmm. to wire, and I think the Bills' window might be closing. This might be their, their you, opportunity. They don't want to make you shout. They don't want they're, uh, not tomorrow. <laughs> and after tomorrow, I'll root for them, of course. But I mean, I think with the Steelers' weapons that they've got on offense, especially with Pat Fryermuth and a healthy Eric Ebron and Najee Harris, who look great in the preseason, look great in college. Uh, ben Roethlisberger looks a lot healthier, looks a lot younger, looks a lot, you know, health, you know, uh, more in shape. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers are better than people want to admit for some strange reason, and I think they're going to go to Orchard Park, make a statement, win this game by five. I, ho- I hope so. I hope so, Ben. But you're always so high on the Steelers to begin until the, the games are played. Yeah, yeah, until I get a whole Tune bunch in of, next week. A whole bunch of texts <laughs> after we lose thirty text to messages 10. during the game. Fire everybody. Get rid of the entire staff. But Matt Canada, great. I mean, oh, amazing new offensive coordinator who who isn't going to do just everything that Ben wants him to do. Uh, finally, as Friday said, we're going to have a running game. Yeah, you know, Lord willing, we're going to have a running game, and I I, I think people might be surprised by the outcome tomorrow. All right. I hope so. I really hope so, Ben. Uh, next up, 49ers at Lions. Oh, boring. Niners win. Now, another, another. I mean, another reason not to listen to the Around the NFL podcast. They think the 49ers are a Super Bowl team. No, they're not a Super Bowl is, team. But... They're not even a fucking playoff team. Playoffs. <laughs> they're not even a playoff team from what I can see, uh, even with the defense. I think the Lions win this game. I think the Lions and Jared Goff 
and whatever his name is. How Dan, are you so high Dan, on? What, I mean, Jared Goff is what no is he, better. Dan Campbell? What's uh, no? What's the guy's name? The new head coach. Jared Goff is no better than Jimmy GQ. I, I think the Lions are going to make a statement here. The, uh, the, the, the Niners don't have a quarterback. They're going to make a statement. The Niners have no quarterback. They're going to state that we're the worst team in the league. I was like, I mean, everyone's talking about hey, well, Kyle Shanahan like he's the first fucking head coach that, that's going to use a running quarterback on plays during the game. Like, uh, this is this is not new. They're like, well, he's going to use Trey Lance. You know, he's going to mix it up and he's going to have running plays with Trey Lance. Yeah, it's too bad gonna... we don't have this podcast on video because you should have seen Ben's little shimmy right there. It looked like he was well, about to take off down sake, the field. This is not new. This is coaches have been doing this for the last decade, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, no, have course. you not watched Taysom Hill? Have you yeah, not watched? I, I, yeah, I think I think the 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 Niners in that division. Oh my God, Trey Lance might get the I mean, ball. I think, I think the Niners. No, no one's prepared for that. The, the Niners are going to have some difficulty against uh, the Cardinals. You know, I mean it, the the. You know, the Seahawks, I, I still think, you know, the Seahawks and the Rams are the better teams in this division. The Niners and the Cardinals will be fighting for third place, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I was yeah. going to say that they're going to finish in third place. They might mm-hmm. even finish in dead last if Arizona can play better this yeah. year. Yeah, and, and Arizona has, if they can if but they can finish the season like they've started the last couple, I mean, and, and, and I think they might because they just have more experience, you know, year after year. I think they might be the third place team in this division. I think the Niners with, uh, you know, I, I'm not a Jimmy GQ hater. I just, I, no, you know, you're a, you're a with, Jimmy GQ, GQ lover <laughs> with, uh, but Trey Lance uh, might get the ball. <laughs> no defensive coordinator has ever seen anything like it. And I think they might actually move to Trey Lance. I mean, if as the season progresses, I think, you know, their, their, their record is not going to be what they thought it might be. And they might move on. Uh, to Lance and and see how things progress because I mean Jimmy GQ is only under contract I think for this season and that's that I, yeah. I, I don't think it's any longer than this season but it could be the second uh, next season I'm not sure I'm not it, it's 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 been a few years now yeah since and he I, signed I, I, contract, it might be a stretch so. to say the Lions are going to win the game uh, but I don't understand I know their defense is amazing but they are an injury or two away yeah. the San Francisco 49ers from from repeating that garbage season that they had last year mm-hmm. that's they're not as deep as people think they have no hope at the quarterback position, especially if Jimmy G for, I mean, if he gets hurt, Lance is not ready to go. Uh, this idea that, that mixing up the quarterbacks is some, well, some, some new Niners, development. In the, the Niners NFL. should have picked up fields instead of, uh, you know, yeah. Lance. I mean, it, it's, we'll see it's, how he yeah, plays, but yeah, I mean, but, we'll see how both perform, but it's just, you know, watching fields and he was available when the Niners were choosing. I mean, he looked better with the bears yeah. in the preseason. I mean, it's all, run it's the ball all the preseason, but you know, they're going to run the ball a lot. They've still got George Kittle. Uh, but but this is this is a lot of Kyle Shanahan love, and even Bill Belichick couldn't get that sorry squad into the playoffs last year for the Patriots. So I don't see any reason why, given the quarterback situation in San Francisco, that anyone should think that this team is even a, a contender mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl, especially in that division. Yeah. If they're playing the NFC East, whole different story. Yeah, well, but NFC West, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I, no, I don't get the love for the, no, for the 49ers. No win for you. No, no super for you. <laughs> Vikings at Bengals, Friday. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, actually, I'm not sure about this one because one. the Vikings Which team sucks more. I'm not really high on the Vikings this season. It seems like a lot of people are like, no, but they think like the Vikings are going to be fighting the Green Bay Packers for first place in this division. That's well, ridiculous. I think that's possible. I don't think it's possible. I think that's possible. I think that's possible. <laughs> oh, come on. But not because the Vikings are good, but because Green Bay is, is not going Green to be Bay as good as be, people think. Green Bay will be one of the better teams in the NFC. This season, just like the they have the been, North. just like they have been the last few seasons with Aaron Rodgers, um, but with the Bengals, with with Joe Burrow's return, you know, and he is playing tomorrow, right? I mean, he did have that injury yeah, at the, at the what was it the sixth week? I can't remember exactly which week it happened, um, but you know, with Joe Burrow playing, I this could be a really close one. I mean, they're playing yep, in Cincinnati. I, I can see the Bengals even winning this one. 
but the the Vikings didn't impress yeah, last season at all. And the same he, head yeah. coach, yeah, exactly. I mean, Zimmer, I know Zimmer needs. I mean, he needs to go. I don't. I don't. You know, Dalvin Cook is is, is the, Dalvin is the Cook X is Dalvin Cook, there. Yeah. I mean, the offensive line is is much improved. You know, they paid some guys up there. So, I mean, that if it weren't for Dalvin, if Dalvin Cook was was hurt, like J.K. Dobbins, if Dalvin Cook was hurt, and everybody I would else? give this to the Bengals. But I, I I'm actually gonna because Burrow hasn't played in a while. I, I, I'm going to give it to the Vikings, but not by much. I think it's going to be a really close win for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, another barn burner, Frane Jets at Panthers. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think about my old team. Uh, you know, I don't really give it a, a, a second thought. Yeah, I, I think. Really, I think. I think. I, uh, Aaron Donald is going to. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. I, I don't know, uh, guys, why you ask me this question. I'm. I'm. I'm just. A, I'm just a man. Just a simple, simple <laughs> man. I, I. I just play football. Sam Darnold's like a yeah, boring Aaron, fucking Aaron, interview. I was thinking Aaron Donald. Sam Darnold <laughs> will come out. I'd rather have show, Sam Darnold. He's gonna show his he's gonna show his old team what they missed out on. Yeah, I hope yeah. so too. I, yeah, think I, the, I, I think the Panthers are gonna win. Zach Wilson's young, but I'm really interested to see what Robert Sala and that team. Yeah, I think I mean Sam Darnold is a good quarterback and and uh he's gonna he show had the a great Jets. head coach. Yeah, I mean, was, Adam Gase is yeah. one of the better well, one of the greatest you know, coaches it, it, ever of it's all Lombardi, time. Gase, I think so, Belichick. Yeah. I think that's how it goes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches ever in the NFL. Um, no, but I mean, Darnold, he's going to come out tomorrow. He's going to ball out. Not maybe ball out, but he's going to win. He's going to do enough to win this game. But he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, I think the Jets no, moved on from him. Terrible team. They moved on from him way too quickly. I mean, he has a, 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 a he can definitely have a good career in the NFL. Uh, he's not the best quarterback. He's not the worst. I'd say he's in the top 15 somewhere around there. Yeah, he's maybe I around agree. 14 somewhere. Um, but, you know, I, I can definitely see. The Panthers winning this one. The Panthers, I think, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, they're going to have a better season than a lot of people I agree. think they will have. I agree. I think the Jets are going to get some wins this year, more wins than they had last year, obviously. Well, well uh, <laughs> it's not obvious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they will have more wins, but this isn't going to well, be. Well, they have an extra chance. This, Yeah, they have one extra, one extra game. One extra game to draft another quarterback. Cardinals <laughs> uh, at Titans, Franny. This is a this is an interesting That's, matchup down in Music City. Yeah, the only I'm, I'm going to give the Titans the edge in this one only because oh. they're playing at home. Uh, you know, they still have Derrick Henry. Can he run the ball they another still... 300, 400 times this year? <laughs> can he get 400 touches this year? I think maybe this might be his last season that, that he can actually do that. Um, but, you know, I can see the Titans just edging out the Cardinals in this one. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, this is this is a tough one for me. Because I want to pick the Cardinals. You know, Julio's first game. Yeah, I want to pick, the, but, the, but the receivers AJ in Brown. Tennessee, you know, with Julio Jones, with I can't remember the other AJ guys. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. I mean, and Derrick Henry, and you know, a very average. If only they had a better quarterback. A very average quarterback. I just think it's too many weapons on offense at home with a home crowd. Everybody's going to be fired up. I'm going to give it to See, the is, Titans. Is AJ Brown playing tomorrow though? He's got, I know. Is he hurt? Is he injured right now? I think he might be. Is he, I'm not sure if he's playing. But anyways, whether or not he plays. Uh, oh, I, I was start. wrong. I thought the Browns and the Chiefs were the night game. It is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns at Chiefs, Franny. Another playoff matchup. That should be a really interesting game. You know, I I, I think we talked you a little think? bit. We talked a little bit about it last week. I gave the edge to the Chiefs in this one, and I still do. I, my mind hasn't changed. I still see the Chiefs winning at home if they're playing. Uh, Since their backup offensive line is better than Seattle's starting offensive line, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if if they're playing in was it Paul Brown Stadium? Is that what they did? Uh, is that, did they name it that or what? Is it? I don't even the Browns, know. The Browns home stadium. I'm not even sure. It should be, but it's probably, uh, you know, 
Head and Shoulders Stadium. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe it is. I don't know. That's actually there are, that probably is there a stadium are a lot somewhere of really dumbass, or an arena. There are a lot of somewhere. dumb names for. But I, I still see the Chiefs. You know, Andy Reid. When you give him a lot of time to prepare for He's a 16 game, sixteen and zero in September. Yeah, the last exactly. sixteen games. No, even on 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 buys, he always comes and back. This is a pretty big buy, and this is a long buy week for him. <laughs> and to prepare for a team this long, I don't yeah. care how good they are. Andy Reid is going to come out and have his team ready to play. I can see them winning this one. Yeah, I actually think the Chiefs are going to put a butt whooping on them. Uh, can't remember what I said last week, but I did have some time to think about it. And 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 given the, the just ungodly success that Andy Reid has in September, especially in opening games and after buys, yeah, uh, don't, will be good. take hard Browns. You'll play. You'll, yeah, you'll have a good, good season, but this isn't going to be the, this game. This might not be the win. Right might here. you might there might be a little It'll bit be of close. spanking. I expect. I actually expect expect to be close, but I still expect the Chiefs to win. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, next up, a very interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Used to be an interesting matchup even when Tom Brady was playing. Dolphins yeah. at Pats. Yeah, the Dolphins, even with Tom Brady, seem to put up a really good fight against them. They, they usually beat them once yeah. in Miami. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. You know, the Patriots. Yeah, Mac Jones era has begun. Back there. I mean, Cam Newton's still the best quarterback on the team. They just didn't. Yeah, you know, they, they, just, they just He just wants you to know that <laughs> even though he's even though he got cut, he's still the best quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Just remember that Bill Belichick doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Cam Newton and Cecil Newton, they know what's happening. They know the score. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. Uh, this is a tough game to call right here. I think it's going to be really close, but I, the Patriots, I think the Patriots have this one. Well, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Tua Taika Vailoa. I'm not. I'm not. You're, the, the, the number of people that are in your camp are growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially after this offseason. <sighs> I mean, the, the, the Dolphins need to find a new quarterback. I, I really do think that, that Tua is not the answer. I mean, the Steelers could be are, good, a good backup somewhere. Yeah, I mean, the Pats really loaded up on tight ends and offensive players. Mm-hmm. Stephon Gilmore should be playing. Uh, I mean, the Patriots are much improved. They spent a ton of money in the offseason. I'm going to give it to the Pats by three. Mm-hmm. It's got close, it's but close. yeah, I can see the Patriots win but this Tua, this is It's do or, do or die time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Dolphin fans. There's no Watson trade coming soon. You're going to have to go with Tua for this entire season is my guess. Uh, next up, Brian, uh, Broncos at Giants, Friday. Big game. Uh, not really I, I would say I think Saquon's going to play. They're both on the same level in in, in terms of how uh, good Broncos. Each everybody is. wants to play there. I know everybody. Yeah, uh, Peyton Manning <laughs> considering coming out of retirement just <laughs> to play with the Broncos for one more season. That's how good they are. Yeah, I, I don't know why everyone's so high on them. So uh, you know, especially now. Um, but Red Farr's been working out. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's there, but I I, I don't know, man. I I, I think the Giants are going to win this game. I, I I as much as I hate to say it, I think they're. Still a better team, you know. Yeah, yeah. especially when they have a better quarterback. They got a. I want to say a better quarterback. <laughs> I think they've got a better. I think I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. I think the Giants. He are takes win more this game. chances, probably. That's true. Next up, Fronty. Packers at Saints. Yes, playing in Jacksonville. This would be so exciting if Breeze was playing, a young Breeze, <laughs> a but, young Breeze, but. There's no He's breeze. about as exciting on the NBC breeze. pregame as Sam Darnold is in a press conference. Breeze is gone. Oh, he lacks a little zip on the ball there. But I actually, you know, I want to see what Jameis Winston can do. I, I, I want to see what he can do. He's you got know, the LASIK surgery now. He's got, he's, he's he waited until he was 30, but, you know. 2020 vision. He's not. He's, 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 no, he's 20. You know, yeah, I was going to say, he's still pretty young. Um, but, you know, man, you're going against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay so Packers. I, I think the Packers are going to win this one. No. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I am going to enjoy watching this season and the Green Bay Packers Why are you so low on implode them? because Aaron Rodgers, I don't want him to benefit from being such a douchebag. 
So I'm hoping he's a douche, but he's a good player. That his myriad, he's one of the best, Ben. That his myriad failures in the past, over and over and over again, failure after failure after failure in his career at getting to the Super Bowl and winning one. I, I just don't like the way he handled the offseason. I don't like the fact that he said this week on well on on the 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 tag the tank top show on the Pat McAfee show. I don't know why anybody fucking watches that show. Um. That his winning the MVP complicated matters. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just he can't open his mouth without saying something. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Honestly, we were going to give you a contract, you know, but you won the MVP, so we're going to give you a bit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no one cares about an, that award. Literally, no one cares. Well, he wanted to mention it. He wanted to make sure that you knew that the, he was the MVP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a completely arbitrary award that probably should have gone to somebody else anyway. No. Probably should have gone to Derrick Henry. About that, it was, it was essentially single handedly carried the team to the playoffs. Uh, or there are other players out there that that could have you know won that award. Mm-hmm. Shit, Travis Kelsey could have won that award. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna take the Saints in this game. I'm gonna take Jameis Winston and Sean Payton. This is the beginning of a very tumultuous season for the Green Bay Packers. I don't believe that, but let's move on. <laughs> I had to say, I can't, I can't, I can't, Green Bay it. all the way in this one, Green, Green Bay all the way. <laughs> Uh, Bears at Rams. Franny's already tired of hearing me. Yeah, Rams. Brass, bash Rams. Aaron Rodgers. Rams should win this one. I, I really I, want hey, to see I look for an Aaron Rodgers bobblehead, <laughs> but apparently all they sell at the bobblehead store now are this like bobblehead store anime bobbleheads are us and like movies and video games like the like the only sports bobbleheads they you have know, are it's like funny. Michael actually, Jordan and, and I'm like, it's funny they have bobbleheads. Uh, you you probably would have found it or at the Best pop, Buy. Those little pop what like you Best call Buy. Those? I think Best Buy probably has like little bobbleheads. I mean, it's funny whenever you walk into Best Buy for some reason they have like a selection of bobbleheads. Well, like, maybe I'll go to like Best, Best Buy. Buy. It's like you expect to, you know obviously TVs and everything like electronic, but it's like there's like bobbleheads for kids. I don't even know why. Yeah, I like went but, to the actual Funko Pop store. Like they that's all they store? sell. That's I have no idea. Literally the what entire. It's up at the Topanga Mall in. Wherever that is, that's yeah. in uh, West Hills or uh-huh. whatever the hell it is. And it was all like anime, video games, yeah. movies. They had like one section of sports, and nobody that you would really, you know, it's because it's sold out. I, I everybody wants a everyone everybody wants a, a, a an Aaron Rodgers bobblehead. But I was I wanted to have one on the table <laughs> this week so that we could take a body part off like every week every, that they like, lose. Just you know, take the nose off. <laughs> take an ear off well, or something. I respect his large nose. I've got a large nose. I respect his large nose. Uh, oh, okay. We could shave it? Yeah. You know, like the beard? The beard, because it seems like he's kind of growing a beard now. Like oh, even he He's growing his hair out now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, what's her name? Likes it? Uh, Shailene? Yeah, yeah. Aloha. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, they're, and they're not going to see each other during the regular season. Oh, my God. He's saying that, you know, it's going to be a boon for his season, not having the distraction of, you know, uh-huh. having to buy, pay people to do things for his wife. You know, that that burden that he carries of, like, having to pay someone to do the things that other men actually do with well, themselves. He doesn't, he doesn't make that much money. Yeah, you exactly. Know, he's, 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 it's, it's not about the money. I want a 10-year pennies. contract. It's not about the money. Can I have a 10-year contract? It's not about the money. Uh, Bears. I hate are... this guy. I hope, I hope he's not in the NFL news because <laughs> oh, he is. we talked about him already enough at length. Bears we don't need at... to talk about him anymore. Bears at Rams. We talked, like, for weeks and weeks on end about Aaron Rodgers. Bears we at... know you hate him, Ben. Okay. Bears at Rams. Uh, Bears at Rams. Rams <laughs> win this one. I'm excited to see what Matthew Stafford can do. I mean, Matthew Stafford is a great oh, quarterback. God, I thought you were going to say Andy Dalton for a second. No, no, no. Matthew Stafford, I really want to see what he can do on a team where he's expected to win. Because he played so well on a team that was terrible for so many years, he took him to a couple of playoffs. I think it was one or two. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I mean, he's a he's a, he's a top ten, maybe even a top yeah. eight quarterback. He's only got one less playoff win than Dak Prescott. 
Well, <laughs> one less. He's been in the league forever, though. Right, but yeah. Dak Prescott has one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, Matthew Stafford on a winning team with Sean McVay with some great offensive talent. Yeah, and a good defense. I want to see their defense performs. But uh, yeah, I can see the Rams winning this one. The 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 Bears. Oh, yeah. I mean, with Andy Dalton, you know. As, they're not going to be that yeah, great. Andy, no, I, mean, maybe, it, yeah. it, I mean, Nagy's trying to save his job. I don't know why he doesn't just throw fields out there and hope for the best because Andy Dalton is yeah. he's done. He's cooked. Uh, he'll probably play for a couple of weeks. You know, a, it, a I, I go to fields right away. But I, I'm, I'm really, I mean, everyone knows that Matthew Stafford could do it all. He's done it all. Mm-hmm. There isn't a play on the football field at the quarterback position that Matthew Stafford yeah. can't accomplish. He's been in the league forever. It's just now. a question of how, how, just to, to exactly to Franny's point. I'll just repeat it. And give him credit for it. It's just how is he going to perform when the pressure is really on him? But I'm going to uh, uh, the Rams in a blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Friday, the Ravens mm-hmm. at Le'Veon Bell, the running back list at the yeah <laughs> the Ravens. <laughs> I'm sure that will also be on the NFL News the as well. Ra- but the Ravens, Ravens pretty much lost everybody in practice. Like everybody came down practice? With, the, with an ACL tear. It was like ACL tear after ACL tear after ACL Both tear. Both running backs and Marcus uh, Peters Marcus down. Peters. I mean, as, as you know, losing a running back is one thing because you can... And then you lose the other one. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, a running back are... I'm not saying if you're Derrick Henry's level or, you know, McCaffrey's level or, uh, you know, just... I was going to say Zeke. Now, Zeke. Zeke's not on that level anymore. He's on a, he's but on a Le'Veon Alvin, Bell Alvin, level. Alvin Kamara level. Like, one of those guys, it's really difficult to replace those guys. But if you're a mediocre running back, you can maybe find some guy that's out there, not on a team that hasn't been signed, and, and re, you know replace that running back. But Marcus Peters is the biggest loss yep. for uh, the Ravens. And him because that secondary is already light. Yeah. And, yeah, that, and, defense, and that defense is hemorrhaging a little bit last couple one years. Of, one of you know the, the better cornerbacks in the league, losing him is huge. Um, and the Raiders, I can see them winning this game. Me too. I can, I can definitely them. see the Raiders win this game. And I'm going to pick the Raiders to win this game because they're playing in Las Vegas. That stadium is going to be fucking crazy. I can't even imagine. You're going to have drunk people that are in yeah. Vegas and Raiders fans that are in Vegas yeah. from L.A., from yeah. Oakland. I mean the whole the whole stadium will be black and silver, and it's there's, inside. Right? I don't there's think a roof, but it's inside, right? Uh, no, there, yeah, I, I don't know if it's like SoFi where it's like open on the edges, like on the sides, like where it's kind of open. I mean, I know there's a dome over it. I'm not sure if it's open. But well, it's they have, be they have loud. That, they have the uh, the eternal flame uh, yeah, burning yeah, yeah. in there. Uh, well, so I'm not, sure if, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, for what he did with that team and and you know the history that they have. Yeah, you know, just not the last twenty. Years. Not the last. Just forget yeah. the last twenty. Years. <laughs> exactly, but uh, no, it's a beautiful stadium, and it's gonna be the first time they're gonna have fans there. I don't know if there's gonna be any Baltimore fans in there at all, unless you want to get your ass beat. Yeah. You probably shouldn't show up to this game at yeah, all. Exactly. If you want to leave alive. Exactly. You, just, if, you know, watch if the it. College in, games are any indication it's gonna be yeah. raucous. Yeah. I, I saw, mean, hell, at, at our at my stepdaughter's game last night, there was a fight yeah, in the stands at a high stupid. school game. Stupid. It's so stupid. Be- people were at at a high school game in Los Angeles and. Neither one of these teams yeah. is going to compete for a city championship. No. Let's just be clear. Yeah. They are not. No. And people were, were the, the stands were full at 530 yeah. for a seven o'clock start for a high school game in suburban L.A. Of, for two teams that have no chance of even fighting for a yeah. uh, a city championship. So this game is going to be raucous yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. And I think the Raiders can and will win this game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I feel bad for the Ravens. I do. Yeah, okay. I do. I feel bad for the Ravens. You just don't want to take a shot at the J.P. Weisers, that's bad. for sure. I mean, they ruined our fucking season last year by, you know, having to play a game on a Wednesday because they moved shit around and the Ravens lied about co- they lied about the testing, they lied about this other shit, and the Steelers ended up losing a fucking bye week over it, mm-hmm. which I'm going to blame 
as any good person who doesn't want to take responsibility for their actions, I'm going to blame the Ravens for our for our uh, uh, implosion I at the end of the know season. If that's if it's definitely it was, not it was, accurate, yeah. But <laughs> fuck the Ravens; they uh, deserve there this. There it is. There it is. They ben. deserve where's to have your, this happen to them. Glass? John Harbaugh is not a good human being. Here's He's a great head coach, but not a good there. human being. <laughs> and they they've been they've been doing this year after year after year. Yeah, he beats his dog, right? Hoping, a, hoping, terrible that none that this wouldn't happen to them at the beginning of the season. That they wouldn't suffer these kinds of injuries because they need these guys because they have no passing game. You said something negative. And about here your, we go. No event? Gus Edwards. No J.K. Dobbins. And, and you were so excited about it last and week too, Le'Veon and and you spoke Bell. it into existence, Ben. I mean, we talked about this last week, and you you had this huge grin on your face with when J.K. Dobbins went down, and then they lose two more guys. Uh, but it, it was Marcus Peters that was the surprise in practice on back to back practice back to back plays in practice. They lose two starters. I mean, I feel it's bad crazy. rooting, but the, I mean, they're our arch rival. Yeah, but I mean, an ACL tear these days is like a... Scrape. I mean, we lost Roethlisberger for the entire season two seasons ago. You, yeah. think, you think they in Baltimore, they were like, oh, I feel so terrible for Big Ben. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I, I felt bad for Dak Prescott. You know, being an Eagles fan, I mean, I felt bad for that uh, Dak Prescott... I if mean, it's Zeke Elliott, the whole, what, that's a whole different what's, story. What's, what's the Zeke about? Elliott, Zeke Elliott is a dick. Well, he seems like one. Whereas Dak Prescott does not seem like that kind no, of a guy. And, Dak Prescott is a fourth round a pick. Team. He's a humble guy. And, you know, he's he seems like, uh, like a, just a good dude in yeah. general. Yeah, they're you just a, it's a, they're a dirty team. Yeah. They play they're, dirty they're, on they're defense. A dirty team. I mean, there's there's a history of them being a dirty team, yeah. and it's known. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it's 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 a hidden, you know, from yeah from everybody out there. I mean, you know, they they put hits on players. I mean, like fucking how many injuries did they uh did they cause to the Steelers? That, many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> between them and on the, purpose. Between them and Vontez Perfect, you know, they took yeah. out a number of players. Now yeah. Antonio Brown is catching touchdowns yeah. from Tom Brady. The the, the the universe. Lewis out there, you know, just hitting guys. Dirty yeah. Play, yeah. The universe is upside down. Cheers. Antonio Brown is catching passes your from Tom fucking There's your Let's do it. And he looked good doing it, too. Ugh. But Ray Lewis was a great player. Dirty. Oh, yeah. And there's his... And there's Dirty, his, but... You know. There's Antonio Brown's million-dollar smile. What do you think, Al? <laughs> he looks good out there. No, there's a guy. Oh, my God. I mean, give it I give it to Antonio hate, Brown. He somehow, I hate Chris Collinsworth, though. I mean, God. this is why I tell people, like, there's no karma in the universe. Chris if there Collinsworth was karma was, in the universe, yeah. Antonio Brown would not have a Super Bowl victory and, and now be catching passes against the Dallas Cowboys. But it seems like he really turned his life around, though. He did, but I mean, he really, from what he but did where in was New the England, karma? where he did with the what he did with the Raiders, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously some of that was his own fault. I mean, it's not like, you know, they told him, don't bring a, a camera, don't bring a camera crew with you to practice, and then he brings an entire camera crew uh, yeah. and a posse to him with practice. I mean, that's not going to, I mean, Bill Belichick frowns upon that kind of shit. You don't do that with Bill Belichick yeah. and, and the New England organization. He goes to the, uh, Oakland, and, you know, it's like, uh, he, it was a whole mess, but seems give, like he's give a Tom Brady credit. He's, different guy. He's the guy that because Bruce Arian sure as fuck was not the reason that Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. that Antonio Brown turned it around. It was Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Belichick couldn't do it. You know, Mayock and Gruden couldn't do it. Carr couldn't do it. Uh, whoever you know, Newton couldn't, or whoever the quarterback. Yeah. I thought actually, was, oh, it was well, Brady. Tom Brady. Brady the older it. Tom Brady gets, the more respect I have for this guy. And but he's the uh, reason he, Antonio Brown did it. You know, he's. I mean, obviously, he's the goat. But like I hated the guy for so many it's years. Not Aaron Rodgers? Are you sure? <laughs> He's the goat. Uh, but I, I hated the guy for so many years, and now I, I just see the way, like just just the way he does things on the field, the way he prepares, the way he brings the team around him, the kind of a leader. Like, it just 
44 years old and still doing it. I mean, so much respect for this fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, as Gronk said, they were like, well, why do you think Tom Brady knew that that play was going to be open? He's like, well, he's been playing for 100 yeah. years. He's seen every, years. He's like, he's, he was like, he's been playing for 50 years. I think he's seen every yeah. play there is. Yeah. Smart play, too. Yeah. All right, Franny. What's next about Damn, the an hour in. All right. We're an hour in. You want to take a break? We'll take a break, but we'll be talking about the NFL news when we return. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back with our NFL news, Ben. That was fun. It was it was a lot of fun talking about the first slate of games. Finally. Week one. Finally. Awesome. Finally, finally, finally. NFL news time. All right. <laughs> NFL Aaron news. Rodgers, number one. First up on the big board for NFL news, TJ Watt signs a huge four-year contract extension worth more than $112 million, mm-hmm. averaging $28 million a year with $80 million fully guaranteed at signing. The Steelers did something they never do, which is guarantee money past the first year of the contract. First time they've done this in a very, very long time. This will make him the highest-paid defensive player in all of football. But he does have better sack and QB hit mm-hmm. numbers over the past three years than everyone in the NFL, including, well, not Aaron Donald, but Miles Garrett and Joey Bosa. Frane, what yeah. say you? I could definitely see him winning Defensive Player of the Year this year. I think he won last year, didn't he? No, they oh, gave it, it, they to, gave no, it to they Donald because he's, got, a, he's got the million-dollar smile. They should Even have, though Watt was a better player. You know, 15 sacks last season. I think it was like 15 sacks. Yep. Uh, 14 and a half in 2019. 13 in 2018. 2017 was his rookie season. He had seven in his rookie season. Um, I mean, he's an amazing young talent. That Watt family. I mean, they just yeah they keep up, they keep coming up with these defensive players. Yeah, you know? and Derek Watt, who's a fullback for the Steelers. Yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot about that almost. <laughs> and he's uh, the captain of our special teams. No, but squad. I, you know, it's it's it was it's a lot of money. But what I heard, and I'm not sure if this is true, um, his manager wanted more money. Yeah, his agent, CAA, his, the agents, his agent they wanted, wanted more, money. more money, and he said he walked into the office. Uh, I don't know if it was the general manager's office, and he said, just give me the fucking contract. And he went straight down to the field and continued practicing. $112 million was enough for him. I respect that move. You know, there was no arguing back and forth. And it really shows the type of player that he is. That's the kind of guy that you want on your team. I mean, obviously, money is important. He could have gotten more money out of the Steelers. But what other organization is there out there other than, I mean, this, this, I mean, the Steelers organization has such a long history of having a strong defense, and he's just a good, port, a, a, a good uh, a piece to that puzzle that they're building there. Uh, they've lost a few, but, yeah, but that's you know, true. I mean, I, he, this is a great place for him to stay and for them to continue to build upon that talent they have in him, and just keep on building, man. Just yeah, that Devin, Iron Curtain. Devin Bush, Mickey Fitzpatrick will be up for a contract next year. You know, I mean, I could not be happier. It's a lot of money. Obviously, it's going to be like a, it's going to be a big cap hit, twenty eight million dollars, and there are there are big cap hits, uh, close to thirty million dollars for the next few years. But I think of anybody that you sign to this type of contract, it's T.J. Watt. The numbers speak for themselves. His character mm-hmm. speaks for itself. His work ethic speaks for itself. And it, you know, even Ben Roethlisberger said, "You just give him whatever he asks for," <laughs> essentially. Uh, but he, you know, we had to get him signed. He, I guarantee that he would have played this season had the contract not gotten done. Yeah. Uh, but we don't want to put him in that situation. We don't want to have a Dak Prescott franchise tag situation next year. Yeah, I, I'm, I could not yeah. be happier for you. Got to sign Watt. this guy. You yeah. have to sign. Yeah, he's I mean, not. He's not like a a borderline good player. 
Yeah, he's I mean, already one of the. He's like one two in the league, and, and I mean, he should have been defensive line. player last, last year. year. And it's in line with. Other, I mean, t- I mean, they overpaid for Mac in in mm-hmm. they were in Oakland at the time when they overpaid for uh, Khalil Mack. Aaron Donald's you know earned his money, and I have every reason to believe that T.J. Watt will continue to earn his money as well. Uh, Aaron Donald probably the only defender in the league that's even on the same level, if not better than T.J. Watt. So if you could sign the second best or the best defensive player in the league to a four-year extension, locking him up for five years, you do it and you move on and you go and you beat the Buffalo Bills tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he gets three sacks <laughs> in the game tomorrow. All right, hey, Friday. That'd be great, Ben. I hope it'll happen. I hope it'll happen. But, but I, you know, but I, it's, nice to, it's nice to be a fan of a team where you don't have any doubts that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to make a whole bunch of drama about it on ESPN or well, Stephen A. Smith Network. They just might well rename it to the Stephen A. Smith Network. I'm pretty sure that he runs the entire show over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, FS1, uh, you know, on talk radio, they were trying to make a big deal. Is he going to get signed? He's going to hold out. He's not going to play. I knew I had never had a doubt. I mean, I don't even think we really even talked about it much because I, yeah, ne- I never had any doubt. I, I mean, but he never made any. There was no noise around it. You know, there, there, there was he, he was not complaining. It wasn't in the media. I mean, this should have been a feel good story. You know, finally, one of the guys that deserves a huge contract is not complaining. And he gets it, and he's not, he didn't complain before or after. Mm-hmm. And he just showed up at practice like he said he would, even though he didn't have a contract. And he got ready for the season, and he was going to play with, you know, regardless. And I never had any doubt that it would get done. Mm-hmm. Friday, you ready to move on? Yeah, and there's a porn star out there, actually. Named T.J. Watt? B.J. Twat. Ah. <laughs> uh, hey And she plays <laughs> for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Florida. Or Miami. Sure. It would definitely be a team yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Are you ready to move on, Friday? Yes. Next up, what a Mark. great name, though. B.J. Twat. That would actually. <laughs> it's probably yeah, yeah, an actual I'm name. I'm sure somebody will come. Yeah. I'm it's, sure it's out yeah, there. Yeah, it'll be, sure it'll be uh, yeah. next up on the. the ABN Awards. And the, uh, on the awards in Vegas <laughs> yeah. after the Raider game. Yeah. It'll probably be at Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> Uh, Baltimore Ravens awarded Mark Andrews, who entering his fourth and final season of his contract, a four-year extension worth $56 million. The $14 million average salary makes Andrews the third highest paid tight end in the NFL behind San Francisco's George Kittle and Kansas City's Travis Kelsey. And God knows Baltimore needs all the offense they can get. Mark Andrews might have to play running back this season. <laughs> I know. But what do you think about the Ravens actually locking up a tight end? Hey, I, you know, it's it's a it's good. It's a great move for them actually because they're the one tight end that the Patriots didn't sign, and and their receiving core is not the greatest. Um, and you know, having Mark Hollywood Andrews, Brown, yeah, I know, but he hasn't impressed. I mean, he's been good. He's, there's been flashes of of. I wouldn't say brilliance, but there's been flashes. Um, but I mean, for, <laughs> he's been there. He's there. Uh, you know, you, you can see you can see his potential. There's been brilliant flashes, but there's been some flashes. There, there's been some flashes of light there. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> no. something. No, I mean, not you can, actually good. You can see not his actually potential. great play, but I've seen something there. You can see his potential, but he has he hasn't become the player that they probably expected him to become. Right. And that's probably why they signed Mark Andrews to a large contract. And they're going to need him this year. And they will definitely need him. I mean, they, they need that security blanket. They need to find that. I don't know if he wears 86 or 80. 88 or whatever, but you know, I'm sure Lamar Jackson will be looking for those two numbers yeah, in the middle of the field quite often. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But Mark Andrews deserves it. Had a great career so far. Friday, are you ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Next up, another some good news for Sonia. Seahawks left tackle Dwayne Brown returned to the field this past week after refusing to practice for most of the summer. And now we know why. He and the Seahawks have agreed to a rework contract. See, that's something TJ Watt did not do. Yes, exactly. The pro- well, he didn't practice. He didn't practice. 
Uh, the precise terms of the new deal are unclear, but multiple reports say that Browns will get an upfront signing bonus rather than rather than the per game roster bonuses that had been on his previous deal or in his previous deal. In other words, money that Brown previously would have earned only by playing will now be guaranteed guaranteed to him. Oh my god! Even I'm if he gets injured, but I'm looking further down this list. I see Aaron Rodgers. You but, weren't kidding. About but that. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Was calling for Dwayne Brown. He desperately needs Dwayne Brown to be mm-hmm. on the field tomorrow. And for this remaining, uh, uh, remainder of this season, mm-hmm. uh, they need the left tackle signed, oh, yeah. happy, and healthy in mm-hmm. Seattle. They need every offensive line player <laughs> healthy yeah. and happy playing, you know, the best that they possibly can to keep him upright, uh, because he really has not had that in Seattle. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's great that he's back. He's playing a little more protection. Yeah, I mean, and we need this for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Ah, next up, Friday. Uh, Every week, I, I, I pro- this is my version of the sweet shot. See, I, who can play at this game? So, I won't have Aaron Rodgers on the agenda if they win. All right, okay. if they win, okay. So he won't, won't, he won't, be, on he won't be on the agenda very often. But he will be on the agenda if they lose, and they won't. They and, won't. So I hope he's up I, tonight. I hope to go seventeen and zero. <laughs> they will, they're going to go seven and ten. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers acknowledges that this season feels different because of the uncertainty surrounding how much longer he and some teammates might remain in Green Bay. The Associated Press reported, but he doesn't believe those questions will hinder his focus as the reigning MVP, and he'll tell you that, heads into his 17th and perhaps final season with the Packers. I'm speaking personally, and I can't speak for everybody, Rodgers said, uh, but I feel that I get the with the energy in the locker room, is not pressure, it's focus. I think it's the right perspective and the right type of focus. We know we have a talented team. We know what the expectations are. This is probably the hungriest team that I've ever been around, honestly. This is your Aaron Rodgers voice? Yeah, this is my Aaron Rodgers voice. Just because we have been so close a number of times now, all-pro receiver Devontae Adams said, we're just focusing on accountability and holding each other accountable because regardless of what happens... from San Diego, bro? Oh, my God, This group will not be together the way it is now in years down the line, Roger said. So we're going to enjoy this year for all that it has to offer and each other. And I think that that's the right perspective to have when you get in this situation. Does this motherfucker think uh, he's Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? What the hell is that? And I took it personally. And I took it personally. <laughs> but, I mean, what does that even mean? What is this? Why can't you just fucking play the game I, I on can't Sunday? Wait. I can't wait for the 30 for 30. Like he's on, uh, Rogers, he's on, he's on podcasts and, and television shows with a game on Sunday. Yeah, but why he can do it. Just... He's Aaron Rodgers, man. He's going to play well regardless. But why yeah. are you telling the fans, this team's going to fall apart next year? I'm going to be gone. Devontae Adams is going to ask for more money. The Packers aren't going to give is. it to him. He is asking for more money. And they're not going to give it to him. They uh, they probably should. Uh, you know, did they? Did, well, they didn't no, Adams no, yeah. wants to be the highest. Yeah, paid I'm, receiver thinking, I'm thinking of Michael. I'm thinking of Michael Thompson too, because Michael Thompson is having some issues as well. Yeah. Um, well, he's a receiver. So yeah. Well, it's yeah. Receiver issues. Yeah. That yeah. that that's yeah, pretty. But what do you think about Rogers' uh, attitude that all of a sudden he's like completely zen and just hoping uh, for the best this year? Well, he's uh, you know because the expectations are that. The team's going to implode because Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf apparently have been hired by the by the Green Bay Packers to break up this team that doesn't have a single Super Bowl among all the players on the team but Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I mean, he said the right thing, right? I mean, it, it, is it is it the right thing? I mean, he said the right thing. He just wants to be happy and, 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 and oh, you know, take this season in stride and see how things, uh, you know, sort of develop. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll go from there and see how things uh, shape up. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll make you that deal. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I was going to have him on the agenda every week until the end of the season, but I figured you might quit the podcast at some point. 
well, at I mean, some point halfway through the season. You can only talk so much about one because we always say the same stuff about him. Like I, I like Aaron Rodgers, obviously. No. Uh, so I'm not going to say too many <laughs> negative things about Aaron Rodgers. He's still one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen. He's a little bit of a douchebag, obviously. A little bit. He's an egomaniac. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Um, but you know, usually. You know, that's one of the characteristics of very talented, very good players at whatever position that may be in any sport, except for maybe Derek Jeter was not like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady was sort of a douchebag. <laughs> Recently, he's been less douchious. Actually, well, he was a douchebag to his haters. He's not, been, not just as a matter of course. He's actually been very respectable lately. I mean, very respectable. Like, I hated the fucking guy, and now I like him. And I, I think a lot of people are sort of coming around to Tom Brady. That same thing's not going to happen with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers says these kinds of things. I'm not going to say anything negative about him, though, on the podcast. Um, you won't have to do a shot. You can, t- you can talk all the shit you want about Aaron yeah. Rodgers. No shots. But, uh, <laughs> I, there's the, what, he, I mean, he thinks he said the right thing. It sounds fine to me. He always thinks he says the right thing. It sounds fine to me. We'll see how this season shape. But I, I see him finishing his career with Green Bay. No matter what he says, I still see him over there even the following season. Uh, we'll see. We'll Devontae, see. Even Devontae Adams. If if Aaron Rodgers is there, Devontae Adams will stay there, too. That's true. That's true. But there is a limit to the number of lies one person can tell before they explode. Uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers is getting close to that limit. He's getting close to that line of... Uh, maybe he just likes being in the media, in, in the limelight. You know oh, he, he definitely yeah, does. Yeah, it's obvious, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But next up, another person that is near and dear to your heart. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have restructured Dak Prescott's payout de- or his contract, converting $6.25 million of his $9 million 21, 21 base salary into a signing bonus. Prescott's base salary for the season will now be only $2.75 million. The move grades $5 million in cash space for the Cowboys this season. The club similarly restructured running back Ezekiel Elliott's contract last week, converting most of his 2021 base salary into a signing bonus to create $7 million in room. So that creates an additional $12 million in cap room that the Cowboys anticipate that they will use potentially to sign a free agent or make a trade for a defensive player during the regular season. Franny, what say you about Dak Prescott working with the boss? Well, I mean, he's still making the same money. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, like, that's true. it's like he's losing out on money. Uh, so, I mean, if, if it was losing money, then, you know, I'm sure this wouldn't have happened. But, you know, it's, it's restructuring. I mean, it's, it's, it's a smart move for any organization if a player is willing to do so. Um, so, you know, good for them. I mean, fuck. fuck. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> what were you going to say there? I was say, I oh, think, oh, yeah. fuck, look at the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you were going to say, fuck the Cowboys. I think that's what you were going to say. Was that what you were going to say? Uh, yeah, fuck the Cowboys, all right? Fuck all the right, Cowboys. We'll but one. it's a smart move. I mean, it, seems like, it really seems like an Eagles-type move. You know, it seems like a Howie Roseman-type move. So, and so he can draft Jalen Rigor. Exactly. Or J.J. Arcega-Whiteson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no, well, you not to draft those guys, but, I mean, just to sign them to long-term contracts because there's fucking spectacular players. <laughs> Oh, Travis Fulgham locked up to five-year, $190 million Actually, contract. He, he hasn't really impressed uh, since that really good start that he had for those like, yeah, like, four, know, four or five but weeks. I, but I root for those because yeah. the Eagles' best players are the players you least Usually, expect. Yeah, exactly. Boston Scott, out of nowhere. <laughs> well, there's a tiny shot for you. <laughs> yeah, but Boston Scott uh, was in- integral. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, was, integral down the stretch in that playoff yeah. run. Very integral. He was, but I mean, it, would ex- it was like him and like Greg Andrew Ward were like the the, the go to yeah. like two guys off the practice. Court. Yeah, no, it was. It's impressive. I mean, it, and there's a lot of guys out there too that you never, you'll never hear about them because they they will never have that opportunity, unfortunately. But with the Eagles, with all the injuries that they've had, these guys got a chance and they made the most of it. Yeah, the NFL should have a lottery for uh, Eagles practice squad. Yeah, they should, because <laughs> you know you're going to play. Get, they can get great players on the practice <laughs> squad. They just can't draft good players. You know you're going to play. <laughs> All right, let's Cheers. do this shot.
Yeah, it's, it's sad. Oh, I mean, gross. they can find oh, a lot shit, of talent. That's gross. They can find a lot of talent outside of the draft, but not in the draft. Yeah. Well, six of one, half dozen of another. Next up, Julio Jones. The Tennessee Titans freed up more than eleven million to go after a new quarterback. No, $11 million in salary cap space this past Tuesday when they restructured wide receiver hey, Julio Jones' contract. Don't start hanging on Matty Ice now. I mean, you hate every quarterback in the league, it seems. No, this is the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, I, I do, I, hate, yeah, yeah. I do hate, uh, also hate uh, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. That's right. Well. I mean, Julio Jones was in Atlanta for so long. My, yeah, exactly. He did move on to Tennessee. So this freed up $11 million in contract or in, in cap space for the Titans. Mm-hmm. This was interesting to me because that's, that's a pretty good chunk of money with the salary cap, the way it's structured yeah. this year, which well, will the- give them some room if they, if they have some injuries to, to remain competitive in that division mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. But the Julio crazy Jones thing, signed that giant contract. The crazy thing with Even Julio though he's Jones. pretty much washed up. Oh, he's not washed up at all. Come on. I mean, what the hell? I mean, seriously. I was going to mention, like, I was going to say. <laughs> he's Julio not washed Jones, up, but he's getting there. No, Julio Jones, he's, he's an older receiver now. Obviously, maybe you can't expect the same, you know, Julio Jones this year as, you know, the, two or three years ago. Yeah, wait till he tries to catch these passes from but, Ryan Tannehill instead of but, Matt Ryan. But, I mean, you know. The the season that he had last year was also still pretty damn good. I mean, he was injured for a portion of the season, and he still had about 765 total yards. Oh, he's a great receiver. Something like that last season, which is more receiving yards than any Eagles wide receiver last true. season. I mean, and he played like half the season. I think Alvin Kamara probably full, would have more receiving yards than most of yeah, the Eagles if, receivers. Yeah. But if he had a full season under his belt, he would you would definitely eclipse oh, yeah, a thousand yeah. yards. I mean, that's just a portion of the season. He's still doing it at his age. Um, but like you said, uh, in Tennessee, I'm not sure if he's going to be doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this, you know, because there's a lot of talent on the Tennessee team on offense, mm. not at the quarterback position, but on offense. And I wonder how Julio Jones and Kirk Cousins or <laughs> Ryan Tannehill <laughs> same. or they're yeah, all can... the same or Andy Dalton or <laughs> Case Grossman or Case. They're all essentially the same guy to me. Uh, so, I'm interested to see how the, what they what what type of chemistry those two have because if they do actually find some chemistry, my prediction about the Titans can be will be way off because mm-hmm. if they find a way to really connect. Well, I mean, in that division, um, you know, I mean, you have the Texans, which they should be twice. I mean, the Colts, they, I mean, they, they could go one and one possibly. I would expect them to win both games against the Colts, and then they have the Jacksonville Jaguars also in that yeah, division. Nobody knows what the, what what no, I would what still expect be. them to be. I mean, they could go six and zero in the division. I mean, easily. I mean, two and zero for sure against the Texans. I mean, that's that's those are two giveaways. I mean, you just yeah, give them those. You Texans, just, they got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they got a decent head coach now. Yeah, no. I mean, there's no more. There's no more O'Brien. At least they have well, a head coach. Yeah, addition by subtraction for sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, Franny, you ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Last up, Cam Newton. We had to cover this. Uh, you knew we had to cover this. Uh, Cam Newton did a uh, groundbreaking penetrating interview with his own father uh, this past Friday. The questions were extraordinarily invasive and hard to answer from his father, Cecil. Uh, But some of the takeaways from the interview uh, was essentially that uh, he didn't lose out to Mac Jones. He's not on the team, but he's the best quarterback on the team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, He said the reason that they released him uh, because he was going to be a distraction Without being the starter, he would create too much of a distraction in the locker room because of his aura. Yeah, his uh, presence. His presence oh. that he's obviously cultivated over, because the aura is just something that was completely out of his control. How yeah. you how you deal with the media and your how you carry yourself is completely out of yeah. your control. 
Hollywood uh, Brown. Hollywood Brown has flashes, <laughs> but Cam Newton has an aura. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he wants you to know he he's has. A, a, he's a supernova. Yeah, there's 32 teams that don't want to sign you, yeah. but but you are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so he said, Mac Jones didn't beat me out. He said, but I would have been a distraction, knowing that if they gave him the starting role, they knew the perception that they would have lo- that they, they would have had if the success didn't come. Uh, Newton added, he's not bitter. He doesn't want anyone to think he's mad. It's business. Actually, it has nothing to do with business because neither one of you makes any money. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with business because the salary cap wasn't even impacted. They could have kept both of you on the roster. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, and there was this. There was this. Uh, no one could corroborate it, but there was this rumor that that Mac Jones was teaching Cam Newton the playbook, and Cam Newton's response was, "How could he teach me?" <laughs> uh, and he said, "It's new to me. I've never been in a system that required me to know." where the mic is or to know the front to identify the front. So in new England, the quarterback has to identify the mic. He has to know where the front is to, to, to direct his offensive lineman as to who to cover on a play. When he thinks there's going to be a blitzer coming down, most teams make you make the center do that in new England. The quarterback actually has to earn their money. Uh, and the last thing he said, I, I got the time to pick my kids up from school. Is it foreign to me? It is. He said, do I have a lot of football left in me? Absolutely. Uh, but what do you think about, I mean, I, I obviously it was a I, ridiculous know, just, interview with his own father, yeah. but how could you say that you didn't get beat out when you're not on the team and the other yeah, guy he, is his, on the team? His light just it shines so brightly. Because he, uh, he didn't cultivate that at all. I mean, this is nothing like wearing a it's, like, it's, like 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 white and black striped spandex <laughs> to the gym with a giant like fur coat. Like that's completely out of your control. You can't wear jeans and a t-shirt. That's not possible. Yeah, I'm not shocked that these sorts of comments would come from Cam Newton. I mean, look, I mean, Cam Newton, uh, you know, with with what he did with the Panthers, I mean, he was an MVP, he went to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was a great player. He was a good player in the league. But he has to understand now that he can't do the same things that he used to. You know, I mean, he's, there's a reason. It, Mac Jones is just a better quarterback right now. Yeah, yeah he has to exactly. understand that you're not the same dude that you were back in 2006 years ago. Even two thousand and even yeah, sixteen, I mean, seven. Yeah, I mean, even then he was. Oh, even he was. But it just he's he's lost his physical. It's like it's uh it's like LeBron James. You know, it's like LeBron James not being able to. Well, actually, LeBron James has changed his game now. He's not as physical as he used to be. But but he was smart enough to realize that eventually I will lose that physical ability, and he's changed his style of play so he can remain in the league and still play at a high level. But Cam Newton has not changed his style of play at all. He was not smart enough to do that and realize that as a football player, I'm going to get older. My physical abilities will not be there. I need to change my mechanics. I need to do things a little bit differently. So it's, it's, I I just don't, I mean, I'm not surprised that he would say these sorts of things. I didn't get beat up. I I lost the game, but I didn't lose the game. I ran out of time. (laughs) That's what my I didn't lose the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. I didn't, that didn't happen. Never happened. It's not in history books. No, but I mean, it's, it's. I'm not shocked by his comments, but he was. He just wasn't willing or able to just change the way he played the game in order. I mean, just to remain the same type of competitive quarterback where he can be a starter in the league. Yeah, I, I mean, like, he never worked on his mechanics. No. He's never changed his style of play. I mean, I know that they expected him to run the ball more in, in New England, but that wasn't. That was more a function of his his lack of skill at doing what the quarterback in New England would normally do in mm-hmm. that offense with Josh McDaniels. But these guys, you know, they, they create, you know, like, you know, Brian Bosworth and, 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 you know, 
whatever his name was in Chicago, Jim McMahon, and, and this stuff wears thin. Like, but you're you're you know you're becoming you're creating your own sort of aura. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Brady has his own thing. Where oh, he's seven. just under the radar, yeah, you know. Tom Brady's, and yeah, our, but I mean, uh, Tom Brady. I mean, Aaron I mean, Rodgers. He, he, Tom Brady really does have an aura, though. Yeah, but his I aura mean, is complete. His aura is an actual aura. But he's created it. But, yeah, you know. I mean, over the years. I mean, who the fuck has won seven Super Bowls? Yeah. Nobody. But he didn't create his own aura. His aura is just it. It, it is around him. Yeah, just it's, based yeah. on the virtue of his play. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton's cultivated all of this yeah. around him, uh, and 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 lots of guys do that. And then like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's uh, that's why I'm. Complaining about Aaron because he's he now he's creating this personality of his that's mm-hmm. going to follow him later and people aren't going to want to deal with it and and but to say that like it was completely out of his control <laughs> like and and even Belichick he's he's singing his praises because he doesn't want to deal with the drama that will come if he doesn't sing his praises mm-hmm. right if if he was really as great as Bill Belichick says he is I don't think he'd be unsigned right now yeah yeah I mean somebody would have scooped up. You know Cam Newton in no time. If he was if he was still that kind of a player that he thinks he is, he wouldn't be you know having an interview with his dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even Antonio Brown. I mean, that, he cultivated that whole situation around yeah, himself. But still, teams saw that there was potential in Antonio Brown, and yeah. it obviously is. But Cam Newton, he's still there's some. I mean, there's some potential there. If, if I'm sure he will get signed eventually, somebody will take him when on a board. starter gets hurt. But as a starter, I mean, yeah, if the starter is still there and playing, he will not play until that person gets hurt. Yeah, like I, if if, you, if there's like a backup that you're not very happy with, maybe bring Cam Newton in, and he could like with the Eagles, for instance. You know, Ooh, no, I'm saying like a you fourth don't, quarterback. I, no, <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, or with the Texans, you know, I mean, you, you, a, a tech, the Texans that would be the perfect place because be, no one will care what he does. Exactly, no one will care if he's successful or not because he's just gonna he's gonna be better than Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he won't yeah. be better than Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. Or with the Steelers, mm, we got we got Dwayne Haskins. Uh, we got the future. Shit. We got the future MVP of the league as our backup quarterback right now. Okay, Ben. <laughs> Too much JP Weiser's for you. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible that he would be that that, that Dwayne Askins could win an MVP someday. <laughs> he's drinking his, he's sipping on whatever he's sipping on over there. Sipping on the Kool Aid. All right, right there, Friday. That's <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, future Hall of Famer. Well, you know, you got to be optimistic. Yeah, I think you're way too optimistic, though. Well, until long- the season begins. As long as Mason Rudolph hopefully is, not, is no longer the backup, no, maybe, I will Mason, be happy. Mason Rudolph should definitely not be the backup. That's for sure. That's yeah. 100%. He should be on the practice squad. We should bring back Duck Hodges. Get rid of Mason. I mean, Mason Rudolph, just, just the fact that he's even still on the team scares me. Yeah, I know. Because I mean, there's Haskins, still some temptation Dwayne to put him in an actual live game. Definitely impressed me in the preseason. But, yeah, I think you're really high on him. Uh, well, you know, you got to be. You yeah. got to be. Uh, right. I mean, Gardner Minshew... I think we saw what he has to offer, but I don't think we've ever really seen what Dwayne Haskins can do. Oh, we have on a team with a with a competent offensive coordinator and a competent a co- a game coach, plan a and competent a competent head coach. coach I, yeah. I think you know Ron Rivera for all his pluses. I think that that Washington team was in a bit of a disarray. Yeah, but Tomlin just has a way with his players. So I mean, Tomlin. I mean, dealing with Antonio Brown for all those seasons, and we saw what Antonio Brown kind of. Who, who he was. I mean, he kept that Once under wraps. Once he got away from the, yeah, he kept the aura of Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he kept that under wraps for so many years. So, you know, so much respect for, for Tomlin to do that. And there's only very few coaches that can actually accomplish that. Yeah, for sure. All right, friend, that's it for what was a short NFL news week. 
This week, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, a shout out to our new and loyal, new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all to our new listeners, as well as the listeners that have been with us for a long time. We love each and every one of you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website at thirstinggold.buzzproud.com. Our search Thirsty Gold podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review our show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person on the street, in a parking lot, wherever you happen to be. Hey, yo, bro, you listen to podcasts? Yeah, you listen to podcasts? <laughs> you like NFL? I see you're wearing an NFL jersey. Listen to the Thirst and Goal podcast. Search for it anywhere on the web. Also, you can get us on Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, as well as every podcatcher on the planet. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is your betting corner. Oh, Franny. It is the official return. We had a little bit of the betting corner last week, but now is the time to put those bets in. Are you happy? Are you psyched? Are you going to put uh, in a parlay this week? Probably not this week. Usually the first week is difficult. It's it's really difficult to put in a parlay. Well, this your week. eight game, I'll or look nine at game parlays. I'll look at the the the, the games this week, and uh, and I'll, I'll probably put in maybe four and four or five teams that I really expect to lose. <laughs> the <They> win, <laughs> the winner like, in the games of the like, teams that you expect to lose. Exactly. <laughs> like no, I'm really like that team is definitely going to bet lose. on winners. He bets on the team no, opposite that, the team that, he thinks is going to no, lose. The, the team that I really do expect is going to lose. Like if you're terrible enough that I'm going to bet on you the first week, then that's a good that that's my bet. Yeah, I mean, this week has some pluses and minuses. We don't know a lot about all. You know, mm-hmm. we have some idea, but we really don't Brand know everything. But it also provides some opportunities because Vegas doesn't know everything exactly. quite yet either. Uh, but first up, Pittsburgh Steelers at Bills. Steelers plus six and a half over under forty eight. Franny, what say you? Uh, that that over that seems like a high over. That actually, I mean, because both teams are yeah. really, I mean, both teams are really. Fryerman's going to score four touchdowns I, himself. But, I mean, some very good defenses going back and forth on that right there. Uh, I could see it. That's, I mean, that, that over under, I'm not going to touch. Uh, but as as far as the the plus six and a half, minus six and a half. Oh, it's, man. that's a big, that's yeah, a that's nice like a, that's wide a large, margin. That's a large spread right there for these two teams, for the Bills especially <sighs> against a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, I, you know, I want to. <laughs> it's tough, right? Yeah, but uh, damn, I, I, I'm not sure. What, did, what do you think? I'm going to tease it. I'm going to take the Steelers and the over. I'm going to take the Steelers down to plus one and a half, and I'm going to take the over on a teaser. I push the, the the over down to 42. Mm-hmm. So it'll be over 42, and the Steelers, it'll only be plus, uh, actually, no, it'll be plus, plus 0.5 for the Steelers. I can see that. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. I actually game. think the Steelers are going to win this, is, this game outright. This is going to be a close but, game. Uh, next up, oh, New York Jets at the Carolina Panthers. I'd say under 44 and a half. Oof, un- yeah, 44 and a- uh, minus three and a half for the Panthers over under 44 and a half. I, I can see under 44 and a half. I mean, these teams are not going to score a lot of points. I don't think I for could, sure. I don't know. If I, I mean, I, it seems like these teams just can't score. Yeah, I, I, say, I think Panthers, I agree with you. Panthers probably. Jets, not not so much. Yeah, I'm probably going to stay away from this game until I know what the Jets have to offer. Yeah. But if I was going to make any bet on this, I would bet the Jets to win the game plus 166 because I think the Jets might surprise us in this first week, potentially. Didn't, didn't, didn't you just... I did pick the Panthers, yeah, <laughs> but because it's, pl- because it's plus 166. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. If I was going to do anything, I would take a shot because I, at least I get one and a half times my money. You want a shot? JP no, 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 no. Maybe all Jets fans will need a shot after tomorrow. Oof. 
Uh, next up, Jacksonville Jaguars yeah, at another. Texans over 45.5. And the Jags are favored by three and a half. Yeah, I mean, three even and that half. 45 and a half. I mean, just both these teams. I'm just looking at those over-unders right there. I mean, for these two teams, the Texans and the Jags, uh, I mean... I mean, with Houston, with Tyron, Tyron Taylor, I mean, how many points can they actually score? And then the first game for the generational talent out there, uh, you know, I, I could see it under 45 and a half. As far as a plus minus, not sure about that. Yeah, um, I agree with you. on. I, 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 I think I, yeah, I agree. I'm actually going to take the Texans plus three and a half and the under 45.5 on a teaser push the Texans up to plus nine and a half, giving them a nine and a half point uh, cushion. And I'm going to push the under down to 39 and a half. I think that's actually a pretty good bet. Uh, next up Cardinals at our Cardinals at Titans. Mm-hmm. The Titans only favored by three with an over under a 54. That's a high over. That is a high over, but both these teams can score, but only three points. Funny. What's I mean, Tennessee yeah, I should blow them I out. I, I would, exp- I would well at home. Yeah. In Nashville. I would take that minus three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would take that. Yeah. I, I actually am going to take, yeah, I would take, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm actually going to take the Texans minus three. I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take the under 54, though. Mm. I, I think it's going to be tough to get to 54 in the first week. That's true. But Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, yeah. AJ Brown. But if Derrick then... Henry carries the ball a lot, it could lead to a lower scoring game because the true. clock will be true. moving. True that. Like that Cowboy game, I thought was going to go on until like freaking midnight yeah. <laughs> because there was pass after pass after the clock step kept stopping. Was it 58 or 52 attempts or 58? Yeah. Right yeah, something like that for it was, Dak. I was it was like, crazy. Is this clock moving at all? That's not like a Steeler Just game. Just imagine, it's a good thing we're on the West Coast because on the East Coast, they're going to bed very yeah. late after that game. And they want the game to go as long yeah. as possible. Uh, this is a fun game, Friday. Chargers at Washington. Washington minus one, essentially yes. a pick 'em over under 45. That's an interesting line. I see the Chargers win it by seven. I, I really do see the Chargers win it by seven points at least. You know, that plus one, I, I see like a, not a blowout, but I, I I do see the Chargers winning this fairly easily. And uh, I'd say over 45 too. Uh, I'm a little bit scared of the plus one and the over under, but I'm going to take the Chargers to win outright at plus 107. I think the Chargers are going to win this game. I agree with you. And I think that they're going to win it outright. Ooh, next up. Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. Eagles are getting three and a half points with the over under 48.5. Yeah, I'd say under 48 and a half. Yeah, the Eagles will score like three points. (laughs) (laughs) This is just an Eagle fan talking, but as your objective football fan talking, what would it be? It's hard to bet on the Eagles. I almost never bet on the Eagles because, I mean, because there's just so many emotions. You know, it's not good to bet on your own team. And I, oh, I, bet, not, I bet on the Steelers. Yeah, I know you do, but I, I, <laughs> you know how I feel about the Eagles. I love the Eagles, but I, I just I'm always so negative on them. So I, I, I just stay away from the Eagles unless the, I. It's obvious that they're playing like the worst team in the league, you know. But I don't know what to expect from them at all. I'm not even touching this. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles outright to win plus one fifty four. I'm going to take the Eagles outright to win the game. One and a half times my money. Oh, they do. Plus three and a half. I mean, that's right on. I, I don't like three and a half point lines. So even with the Eagles getting three and a half, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Eagles to win outright. Next, uh, Seattle Seahawks at Colts. The Seattle Seahawks minus three over under 48.5. Seattle Seahawks giving away three points. I can see, I, I would say over 40 and a half. 
in this one. I would say the Seahawks winning outright in this one. Um, but uh, also by more than three, too. The, Eagles, the Seahawks. Seahawks going to win by more than three? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think I'm going to take the Seahawks minus three and the over 48.5 on a teaser. Push the Seattle Seahawks up to plus four and the under or the over down to 42 and a half. Yep. Give the Seahawks a little bit of a cushion just in case Carson Wentz comes to play. <laughs> Which he's not going to, but just in case. He'll come to play. Yeah, he will. He comes he's, well, he's coming to catch a He's going to dress. He's, he's going to wear a helmet, and he's going to put gonna the jersey on. The field. He, will, he will throw the ball <laughs> he will throw to the, the other team <laughs> and get sacked a few times because he's making stupid decisions. Yeah, and their secondary is in rough shape in Seattle. Uh, next up, your Minnesota Vikings at the Bengals. Oh, my. The, oh, the Vikings minus three over under 47. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the, the Bengals outright to win plus 42. Yeah, me too. I'm plus 142. Say, I'm, I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm not very high on the Vikings. I'm not sure why everybody is out there. Because they no always idea. are. Yeah. Uh, because ne- they've done so much. Yes. Oh, since all of- 2017. Yeah, he won one playoff game, yes. I think, Kirk Cousins. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at Detroit Lions. The Niners minus nine over under 46. Minus nine. Nine, I say. That, that, That's a lot of that, points. That actually seems a little too generous for the Niners. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, no. Um, as far as the over-under, I'd say over 46. Even the plus 347 for the, for the. I mean, just for the Lions to win this one at plus 347. I think they're going to win it outright, but yeah, I'm, I know, I'm not going to bet that's, that, but, a, that's like, but that's it's a, three and a half times your money. That's a pretty juicy bet right there. Three only because I don't, I'm, I don't think the, the Niners are Jared that Jared Goff I mean, is not I, that bad. Would I put my money on it? No, but if there's people out there that if you want to bet on that, that's actually a pretty juicy bet right there. Yeah, I mean, I may put a small bet on plus three forty-seven, but I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Lions plus nine and the over forty-six yeah, on the a plus teaser. Nine also, yeah, and just push the push the plus up to plus fifteen and the over down to uh, forty. I mean, it gives us gives the Lions a fifteen point cushion, mm-hmm. and I, but I think they're I think they're going to win the game outright. I don't think they win outright. I mean, I don't believe so, but. I think they there's will. still there's still like it's 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 not D- not a, Detroit's not like t- my Jets like I'd say it's like a sixty forty chance but I mean you know it, it's with Jared Goff new quarter I mean I I can Jared see it Goff happening is a real quarterback I can see it happening possibly he is a real if you want to throw your money out there I mean I I got I got I got to hope that this 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 change of scenery for Goff is going to be a good thing uh, next up Browns at Chiefs the Kansas City Chiefs minus five and a half over under fifty four point five. Yeah, I'm always High thinking. Scoring I'm, always, I'm, always, I'm always thinking the over on the Chiefs. I mean, I, whatever the whatever it is, I'm thinking <laughs> the over on the Chiefs. Over eighty. Yeah, well, maybe not that high. There although, was, although which game was there that? was like a few years. It was it the Rams and the Chiefs? I think. Yeah, that just went. It was like a crazy. Score. I can't remember like exactly that? what the score was, but it was a crazy high score. Whenever the Chiefs take the field, there's always that possibility that it's going to go over more often than under. So I'm going to take the over in this one because both teams can score um eh, even the plus 212 on the on the browns though i mean because there's this there's, yeah no i'm taking the yeah. chiefs minus five yeah. and a half uh, mm-hmm. uh, right i mean it's it's unfortunately it's minus 108 but i think the chiefs are going to win this in a, in a route i think andy Reid's gonna it's it's gonna be cleveland is just not prepared for 55 what, to zero yeah for what for what andy Reid <laughs> is going to throw at them tomorrow they're just not prepared for yeah it. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots minus three on the Patriots over under forty. I wouldn't touch this one. I would stay oh, away. From, I would on. stay away from this game. I don't know what to expect from either team. I really don't. Not yet. Not first week. You don't think the Patriots are going to win this game? I think the Patriots will win this game. I think they will. 
I mean, it, but I'm not. I wouldn't bet on it though because I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I'm going to take the one. Pats minus three, and I'm going to take under 43. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair, but the Patriots are going to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver Broncos at your New York Giants. The Broncos favored by three over under 41 and a half. Interesting. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the Giants in this one. Um, the over under, I would say over 41 and a half. I would say the Giants would. I, I can see the Giants win this game by at least five. Um, and uh. I'll take the plus 142 also. I'll take that bet. I think yeah. they win. Uh, the underdogs, but I'll take the- I like I want a little cushion. I'm gonna take the Giants plus three. I'm gonna take the under 41.5 on a teaser, push the under up to 47 and a half, push the plus three up to uh plus nine, give the Giants a little more cushion. Uh but I do think the Giants have a chance to win it. I agree with you. Win it outright, mm-hmm. but that's a scary bet to to you know to bet it outright. Uh Bears at Rams. That's Rams it. minus seven and a half over your Andy Dalton led Rams over under 47. Matthew Stafford led Rams. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Matthew Stafford <laughs> led Rams. Uh, I, I would take the over 47. Um, I'm going to take the Rams at minus seven and a half also. I, you know, I, I, they should blow out the Bears. Yeah. Definitely. At home. They should. First game at SoFi with fans. Exactly. And then the plus, I mean, you know, the minus 345 too. I mean, that's, that's, I, I would expect them to win the game. You're not going to win much. If you bet on that, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under 47. I I don't think the Bears are gonna score. In this but the game. Rams, but the Rams, they're not gonna yes. they're gonna score. But I don't think I, I mean I, look, I, I think I, the Bears are there's a there's an op, there's an opportunity for the Bears to get shut out in this game. Ah, uh, they're not that bad. Andy Dalton is that bad. <laughs> well, actually, the receiving core is not the greatest too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, their defense is decent. Mm-hmm. The Bears' defense is still good. So I mean, they they, they can hold the Rams. You know, to twenty-eight points, but I don't think I don't think the Bears are capable of putting up twenty points against the Rams defense. You know, that's true. Also, not with yeah, Andy Dalton true. at the helm. Maybe yeah. with Justin Fields at the helm because he could run the ball still. That's true. That's true. But, You're right. See, this is this is why it's Ben's betting corner. But uh, the Dalton, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 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 fearful that he might not make it through the game. <laughs> oh, come Aaron on. Donald. That's, that's true too. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Thinking about that too, <laughs> the offensive he, line may be like, "There's only one way to get Justin Fields in the little, game, little and that's just to let the guys through." <laughs> Listen up, guys. This is what we're gonna do. Don't block. <laughs> don't block. Just don't block. <laughs> don't block. Actually, even if they try, they still be still get you know demolished. Uh, next up, Packers at Saints. Packers favored by three yep, and a half, yep. over under 49.5. I see them winning by at least seven in this one. I see an over 49 and a half. I think both quarterbacks can score points in this one. Jameis Winston is still going to throw touchdowns. He's going to throw to both teams. He's going to throw He's going to throw to the to the Green Bay uh, defend, uh, defense. And I think the secondary actually might have as many um, receptions as uh, the receivers on, see, uh, on their side of the you're, ball. you're as high as I am on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I'm going to take the over you know, 49 and a half. I mean, come on, Jameis Winston. Yeah. I mean, he, the guy takes too many risks. That's I mean, true. I respect that, but at the same time, just keep it keep it on your side of the ball. That's why I'm going to take the over, because if he does do that, that will lead to some points by somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take over 49 and a half, but I'm going to take the Saints to win the game outright also, plus 154. Wrong. I think the Saints You're are going to win this game yeah, no, I don't outright. I don't agree with you. Is that the late game? When is that? Uh, wait, is that the, tomorrow night's game? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, no, no, no. The the nine, twelve, thirteen, twenty. No, they're playing in the afternoon. They're also oh, yeah, playing yeah, in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. change of venue. Oh, they just, just yeah, okay, change of venue. But yeah, the uh, the Rams Jacksonville. And- 
the Rams, who's going to be at the game? The Rams and the Bears. <laughs> who's going to be yeah. watching this game? The Rams and the Bears, though, they're the night game. And then Monday night, Ravens, Raiders. Yeah. Ravens minus 4.5, over under 50. Franny would say you this is a juicy, juicy game. Um, man, the over under is quite that's that's a high over under. That's quite high. That's quite high. Mm, what do you think, Professor? I'd say under fifty. What's the sign? Under cosine under fifty, but I would take the over here. Oh, uh, but I would take the plus one eighty for the Raiders. I, I I would expect the Raiders to actually win this game. I mean, I, I really think they're going to go out and win this one. All right, since Franny and I both agree, I'm going to have to put a bet on this game right now. <laughs> He's doing it. He's doing it. And I think you have to log in, right? I think you're logged out, right? You've been on the website for too long. Yeah, too long. So. Yeah, but I actually, well, a, I actually think the Raiders have a chance to I win this so. game. Mm-hmm. What say you, Franny? Do yeah. you think they have a chance? Well, That's what I just said. Yeah. Now it's showing. Now it's what? What is this? What is this? What is that? What is log, that? log out. Log in. This is. Let's see. This is not good. Yeah, there's, there's, there it is. There's your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like April fifteenth. The money was there, and then minus fifteen thousand. No. <laughs> Where's my dental? <laughs> All right, here it is. Ben is putting in the right, bet. There but, we I go. Mean, I, I, this, so we we have something to root for on I, Monday I, night. I, well, I'm not going to root for either team, but I mean, I, I would just expect the Raiders to win. I mean, I, I don't hate Carr. I mean, I know you're you're much higher on him than I am, but I really think that they can win this well, game, especially with the injuries recently by the Ravens to you know completely change their play calling now you know so late right before the game and the Raiders are also relatively healthy not too many changes to their roster I I think they're uh they're capable of winning this one yeah I agree I agree and that is it for the betting corner Franny was excited for the first betting corner and by excited I mean not excited to talk (laughs) about Aaron Rodgers and the betting corner uh but going into you know, let's say the tenth week of the season when the Packers are one or four, oh, one and four. Eh? Yeah, no, let's move on. All right, Friday, what's <laughs> next up on the big board. Next up on the big board, Ben is our shot of the week. It's peanut butter jelly time. It is. You want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break before we take these shots, and we'll take the shot of the week. Friday really put together a concoction this week. Looks looks nice. It looks beautiful. All right, and we are back with our shot of the week. It is our drinking portion of the show. We just talked at length about our football news. And apparently I'm our going. Our week one breakdown, our, our week one predictions, betting corner. We talked about everything, Ben, and we had a couple of shots in between just as punishments. But this is our drinking portion where we do sample our shot, our beverage of the week, and our beer of the week. And first up, Ben, we have our shot of the week i wasn't really sure what to actually do for the shot of the week this week ben i mean it's the first week of football i mean what kind of shot do you do i'm not sure you know i was just like what would taste good for both of us you know there's there's i mean i, I maybe next week we'll have a spicy Steeler shot once they beat the bills we'll see i'll know for sure what to concoct this week i was not entirely sure what i wanted to do ben but i did want to try that peanut butter whiskey apparently from, from screwball i believe it's screwball something like that but uh screwball <laughs> screwball yeah but tonight's shot is actually 
it's an interesting shot. It's almost like an inverted shot. Um, we've had a couple How of do I do this? on the show uh, so far. So basically, it is a shot that's in a shot of the screwball whiskey that's inverted. Uh, so it's turned upside down, but the whiskey still hasn't escaped the shot glass. And it's another glass that it's sitting inside of. And in that glass, there is some strawberry pucker. So ah. it's supposed to be like uh, peanut butter and jelly. The strawberry pucker is supposed to be the jelly. It's a very sweet liqueur. Um, so, you know, it, you know, peanut butter jelly time shot sounded appropriate because it's peanut butter jelly time. Of ben, course. And you can find it on Twitter at Goal Thirst and on Instagram at Thirst Dance. Exactly. And so with this shot, Ben, what we're going to do is we're actually going to take out the inverted shot glass. So you're going to pull it right out and let that peanut butter whiskey mix Ooh. with yeah see that's pretty fancy right and it's a pretty large shot so i'm not sure if you want to down the whole thing because there was almost a, a complete shot in that shot glass that to. was inverted um but i hope you do enjoy this one ben um you know the screwball whiskey uh it is a peanut butter whiskey and it is something that i had you know weeks back it was i was at a bar i was like at bar louis actually with bar some louis? uh some uh co-workers and, uh, you know, there was like half off on shots for like happy hour. I'm like, which shots do you have? And they've named these few shots. And the screwball whiskey was one that I wanted to try because I've seen it on the shelf. Uh, and so I, I tried it and I was like, you know what? For like a, a shot? Just like for. Not bad? Yeah, not bad. I mean, it was smooth. Not the best whiskey in the world. Nothing to write home about. But it was actually a pretty interesting flavor. You wouldn't expect peanut butter to taste good with whiskey, but it actually did. So let's give it a shot, Ben. Peanut, let's do it. And peanut, I, <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm going to do this in honor of, uh, in, in honor of Aaron Rodgers, because Franny is making me feel like I'm going a little bit too hard on Mr. Rodgers. No, no, no. I love that, Ben. Go hard on. I, I, think I just he wanna, may be tiring. I want him to prove you wrong. I think he may have to be season. tiring of my Aaron Rodgers rants. No, not really. <laughs> No. So I'm just, just I'm just gonna be laughing when 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 he's when he's hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Oh, good. Well, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but just the quick minor uh, apology to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, please. Not even a not an apology, but just an acknowledgement uh-huh. that I'm going pretty hard on this guy. Yeah, yeah a little bit. And uh, I noticed that I'm probably doing it. I'm going to continue to do it. So I want to acknowledge that I'm aware of it. <laughs> well, cheers to you, Ben. All right. Fairly large shot right there. But if you look, smell that. You got the peanut Ooh, butter. Oh, it smells like peanut butter, nice peanut, butter. Je- peanut butter jelly whiskey shot. Yeah. It's like a peanut butter jelly old-fashioned. Peanut butter jelly top. You want to do it? Let's do it. Cheers to you. It's actually not bad. It's pretty good, in fact. It's a little... There's a little bit of whiskey in there. Just a little too sweet. Well, for That's you? Uh... Too sweet? It's a little sweet. Should call it the type two peanut butter jelly shot. (laughs) (laughs) The diabetic. Well, you didn't even Uh, finish it. There's a lot in there. Neither did you. You finished even less than I did. Like, look how much is left in that glass right there. And you're still sipping it. Well, it's a good thing. (sighs) I mean, there's a lot of sugar in there, obviously. There wasn't a ton of whiskey. Maybe I won't finish that. There wasn't a ton of whiskey in there. Uh, I mean, there was like. Ooh. More than three it's quarters, good, more than three quarters very full sweet. of uh, the actual screwball. I mean, the screwball whiskey itself is sweet as it is, and then the uh, the strawberry pucker also very also sweet. very sweet, but not very high in alcohol content. Uh, I mean, I guess you can use some other sort of uh, liqueur in there. Um, 
some other mixer, maybe like you Blackberry. Could do, you could do even the the Apple one. The Apple one too. Uh, I mean, you want it to like sort of taste like a jam of some sort. Well, do we have a grape one in there? No, no, we have wine. <laughs> do they make a grape uh, pucker? Uh, I'm probably I wonder. probably. I mean, you know, we have the melon. We have the um, we have that Blackberry one. I, I it, that one actually would also probably taste pretty good with that. Um. The sour apple one. Ooh, that would be good. Would, yeah, it's not like uh, a jam. I sort like of, a know. little apple jelly on my... A little bit of would apple you jelly. you pass the jelly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do that. I mean, but it, that that um, that whiskey, though, you can mix it with a lot of those these styles of, you know, um, liqueurs that, yeah, or puckers. Yeah, that could be our punishment shot after. I mean, I think we deserve a shot that doesn't taste that bad after we... If we finally finish this one... Yeah, yeah, this one. I, I'm seriously. I think you. Bought, yeah, so I think you have bad. another bottle of this, this stuff so lying bad. about. Right, I think lying we deserve around. something better after this. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, but it's a punishment shot, though, Ben. I mean, we have to. I mean, if you say anything negative about a team in a division, you have to be punished. It was well, part of the I contract. I just happen to be in a division where there's a lot of negativity going on. <laughs> yeah, not the <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> there's no positivity, but it's a different kind of That's negativity. True. That's true it's too. It's just that it's just most of the teams are very bad. That is in also... the NFC East, and now except for the Cowboys, the who Cowboys, just almost beat the uh, Super Bowl champs. The Super Bowl champs at full strength. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Franny. But where would you rate that shot, though, Ben, on our Thurston Goal rating Ooh, scale? It was shots. good. It was yeah. tasty. It was sweet. I think it's the first shot that we didn't finish. Well, um, I mean, it was more than just a shot. There, there, Because there was a strawberry pucker in there that you poured over the shot glass so that the inverted shot glass, the contents don't run out of it. So that's what we have Looked to kind like of pour. like a chemistry experiment. It, it, I had the beaker out and everything. And the Bunsen, they got like a Bunsen burner, like yep. warming it up. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Because it tasted really good. The the taste was excellent, it was, but it was there was a lot of it. But there was it was very sweet. Even for myself, it's it's pretty sweet. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I, I think I think if it was just in the shot glass alone, maybe uh, three quarters full of um, the screwball whiskey with maybe a quarter of the strawberry pucker, I think it would have been much better. But I thought the presentation this way oh, yeah. just looked better. So, yeah. And you can get that on Instagram at Thirstand and on Twitter at Gold Thirst. It's yep. a it was it's a very very nice photograph. You're pretty. This is uh, Smithsonian level photography. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, not really, but yeah. Thanks, and ben. next week we'll probably get an Aaron Rodgers shot, especially if the Steelers lose. We've had we've had a we'll Green Bay shot. Get, we've had like, a Green Bay it'll shot. It'll probably be melted cheese with <laughs> vodka or something. That I'll be subjected to next week if Aaron Rodgers yeah, somehow is able. I'll make shot glasses out of craft cheese, like those oh. wraps, you know, like kind of melt oh, the edges. Like and kinda, oh yeah, that's <laughs> like yeah. Carve out a of Velveeta. It, we're gonna squirt it into our mouths from a Velveeta, like the that little um, squeezy cheese. Sque- yeah, that will do that. But a shot. Yeah, but he's not gonna be over uh, able to overcome the massive play action offensive attack. Of, of James, James Winston. Winston, yeah, right. All right, Friday, you're at a seven. I'm at an eight, uh, but a really nice, really yeah. great yeah. Uh, shot. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of Ooh. the week from Redemption, and we've had a couple of offerings from Redemption so far. This is their high rye bourbon, Ben. I'm sure you have some information for us. I do indeed. And Franny, what made you choose this particular bourbon from Redemption? Uh, I mean, we haven't had a rye on the show in quite a while. We had we've we had uh, quite a few scotches um, 
we had the Dalmore and we had the Kaolela. And I think there was might have been one more. We had the uh, the Illicit from uh, Glen oh, yeah. as well. So we had a lot of scotches recently. And bourbons, been a few, uh, not bourbons, but uh, rye's been a few weeks. And so I figured, you no, know let's bring another rye on the podcast. Let's do it. This is the high rye bourbon from Redemption. It's 92 proof. When we say high rye or when they say high rye, they mean it. At 36% rye contact content, it's significantly higher than comparable bourbons, resulting in a unique combination of flavors. Subtly sweet, but punctuated by rich notes of rye spice. If you're looking for a bold bourbon, you've found it. Uh, it's got some awards. Uh, one in the New York uh, International Spirits Competition, 94 points. 96 points at 2020 New York International Spirits. 92 points at the 2020 Ultimate Spirits Challenge, and 90 points at 2020 San Diego Wine and Spirits Challenge. Excuse me. The nose is light vanilla, red berry fruitiness, and a slight hint of oak. The palate is spicy, woody, and minty notes. Fennel-like notes of light licorice and black pepper from the rye. The finish is long and smooth, with a nice spice from the high rye contact. Or high rye. Why do I keep saying contact? Content. Uh, vanilla, red berries, and toasted oak are the primary tasting notes here. Frane, what say you? Uh, I don't know. We haven't tried it yet. Ben. Oh, but what say you about the uh, the presentation and the description? No, I mean, well, I mean, the uh, the website is actually it's a solid website. All the information is there. Whoever designed it, good job with that. Um, but you know, now looking at it, being a high rye bourbon, bourbon, not a rye. Ah, uh, I'm not sure what to expect from it now because you know when I grabbed it off of the shelf, you thought I'm, it was I'm a rye. High rye content. I want a lot of spice because I mean we we have enjoyed the rye more than the bourbons on the show. I mean a lot of the bourbons oh, taste sure. very similar. We just like that 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 peppery spice that you get you know down the throat. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's a little more uh, robust than you know your typical bourbon. Your typical sweet uh, um, sort of. So I mean I'm, I'm I'm kind of interested to try this and see. What the high rye and and you know how much spice there is with the bourbon that's a little bit more rye. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. nice presentation. I I like the redemption label and the bottle. Yeah, yeah the bottling uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I know we like I like the rye. I think the bourbon. Neither one of us was that impressed with the bourbon, but I think we both like their rye. Yeah, I, I believe. I mean, it's been a, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since we had the redemption rye. But I, uh, uh, from what I remember, I believe it was, it was, it pinched the throat with some spice yeah. on the way down. And you could get these at just about any, anywhere, any mainstream bar yeah. you can, you can get. I mean, this is something that you'll find on the shelf because it's a relatively inexpensive bourbon mm-hmm. to give to your yeah, around 30 customers. Bucks, around 30 bucks, somewhere around there. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's got a nice label. Presentation. Presentation is nice. I mean, you know, it's like a, a thin, wide bottle and it's easy to find on the shelf. I mean, uh, I would probably work on the redemption portion of <laughs> the, uh, the text that they have on there. It's maybe change up the, uh, the, the font a little bit. Um, uh, but you know, I like, I like the shape of the bottle. The presentation is nice. Yeah. It's got a nice thin, like Elijah Craig's and got that nice thin bottle. Real cork, real cork. I mean, that's, you know, but that shouldn't be understated. I think even in this, I think in this Copper and Kings, there's a, yeah. whatever you call it, the plastic cork. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It has that. And then the JP Weiser's just has the twist off, which is, is, is appropriate is for appropriate that. appropriate for it, Yeah. For that. what it is. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it, it adds a little bit of more elegance to the presentation. Oh, for sure. You want to give it a sniff? Yeah, let's give it a shot, Ben. Cheers to you. 
see here. Ooh, pretty mm. understated. It is a little too understated. I do get the vanilla. I do get a little I bit do, of vanilla. I, get I get a that. little bit of fruitiness. Maybe a, a blueberry of, almost. A little bit of spice on the nose as well. Yeah, I get the fruitiness, the sweetness to it. I'm not getting not, much woodiness. No, I was going to say that. There's almost no woodiness at all. But you do get a sweetness, a honey, a vanilla, some type of a berry in there. But the lack of woodiness to it, kind of disappointing. Yeah, it would be nice if they aged this in a barrel where you could really get some some of the, the oak flavor from the barrel, or at least the, on the nose. Yeah. Not sure how long it was aged. Uh, I think about six months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Probably in a couple years. None. Two to three years. No char at all. I think it's probably probably two to three years. But it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it, the way it smells, I would say it's probably. I mean, it, it almost smells like it's six months. Like I would want just. I mean, I, I don't want overly woody. It's like our Fla- beer. It aged yeah. it for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby, you think that's good? Yeah, that's good. good. It's, it's, it's good. Pour it. Pour it in the glass. Why well, pour it in the bottle? Is that a lot of alcohol? Throw some vodka in. There. <laughs> <laughs> Getting rubbing alcohol thrown there. Like JP Weiser's does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they do that. They're known for that. Hmm. Well, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I, mean, it's, I get it's, a, it's a little nice, bit of a spice on the nose, but not much. It's a nice smell. I just expected um, a little more rye characteristic to it. Yeah, it's 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% barley, looks like. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how it tastes. Let's do it. It's got a little, it's got a nice mouthfeel. I'll give it that. It's actually very smooth. It is actually it's way smoother, smoother than I expected. Than I would want it yeah, to be it's for kinda, a rye. It's sweet on the palate, and then it ends wait. with a little bit of a little bit of spice. But you have to wait for the spice. Like spice. the spice hits you like once you're done. Like once it's down the throat almost, and you can kind of feel it in your belly. Then it's like, oh, there's the spice yeah. on the back of my throat. I want it there as it's going down. I don't want to wait for the spice. Um, huh. And for a bourbon, I mean, being in a high, being a high rye, yeah, that is crazy bourbon, smooth. You, this is almost oh, this like stuff a, is actually extremely. It's almost smooth. like you mow the lawn; you just could drink up. I give them, I give a them cold credit. glass of this. I give them credit on the smoothness of it, but being like just the rye portion of needs the, to be the, a little bit more. I know they said thirty six percent a lot. The way it's marketed a as more. a high rye, yeah, I want a little bit more rye. I want a little extreme bit more rye, rye flavor. Extreme <laughs> rye, extreme. I, I mean, I'm really, I get a little bit of spice, a little bit of wood. I don't get any fennel or licorice, but I do get the, the pepper from the rye. I know, I, 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 you know, you can definitely taste the rye there. I just wish it was more pronounced. And, uh, you know, I get a little bit of the honey. You know, there's some vanilla notes. There's some sweetness to it. It's, some, it's got a nice sweetness. I'll some give it, fruitness. I mean, I mean I, but it I, does have a nice, clean sweetness to it. But just the the smoothness of it. I mean, it's almost like a, like a 12 year old scotch smooth. I mean, it goes down really easily, but it doesn't maybe even too easily. Um, but without the flavor of a scotch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I, I almost more of a, I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's clean. Yeah. It tastes, you know, well manufactured, but kind of maybe more of a mixer. Yeah. It's, it's not very complex. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot going on. I mean, you know, sip after it's sip. Bang it's bang sweet, bang a little bit of spice, yeah, next drink. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of disappointed by that. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. 
smooth. If you're looking for a smooth sort of bourbon, because smoother it has a nice mouthfeel, but it lacks body. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it had a little bit more woodiness, it it would help this you know particular yeah, those barrels. Yeah, mm. you know, take a blowtorch to those barrels before you. If you're only going to age it for six months. At least get some burn it might, it in those it's, barrels. It's probably more than six months, but I mean, the fact that there is no woodiness to it at all, I wouldn't be shocked if it was six months. I mean, I'm sure it was more, but hmm, I would want a little bit more woodiness. Yeah, I think it's probably yeah, a little probably bit a more years. woodiness, Ben. Not Christmas. A little bit more woodiness. <laughs> Can I get some peatiness in this Isla yeah. Scotch? Hmm. Yeah, it's like an art bag with no. Pe- it's like an art bag with no peatiness or smokiness. To you it. know, forty six percent alcohol. That's higher I, than I expected. I, it is actually much higher than I expected because there is no alcohol burn. You know, it's actually extreme. Even on the nose, you don't even get the burn on it. Yeah, I don't get any. Actually, yeah, I know. I don't get. I don't get. I wish I just got a little more pop. Like mm-hmm. if there was a little bit more pop to it. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a, a not only the hit me at least that little in bit the of mid spice palate burn and the back of the yeah, not no that that little bit of spice burn, but just that a little bit of harshness would actually also help this. A little bit of woodiness, a little bit of extra harshness, in addition to that bit of spice that you get on the finish for something that is forty six percent doesn't taste like it's forty six percent. Yeah, I give like, him credit for making something that's what almost a hundred proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, really drinkable. Yeah, extremely. I mean, like, this is I mean, we've had some hundred proof or or ninety six proof uh, bourbons from Texas, and you taste it. You taste mm-hmm. the fact that it's a hundred proof or ninety six proof, or even the uh, that's uh, Glenlivet Nadura. Oh yeah, you taste that, that one. That's a hundred and oh, did you finish it? That's just no, I didn't finish it. That's a hundred and twenty some proof. Uh, it's it's. That you can really tell. That's some. That's that sixty percent alcohol right there. You can you can really taste it. Um, but even even like you said, like some of the stuff that's uh, you know that is a hundred proof. That's one hundred ten proof. Um, you know you can you can get it. And this is pretty close, but it's actually extremely yeah. smooth. It's almost like a forty percent you know scotch yeah. smoothness that you get from it with just that little bit of. I know, so I respect him for that. But I mean, just the. Like the old Forrester 100. That yeah. was, yeah. You, you can taste that. Was that was a yeah. nice, nice burn. Yeah, but the complexity, there's not much, it's not a very complex rye slash bourbon. It's it's really not. I mean, and the more you drink it, the less, the mm-hmm. less complex it becomes. Yeah. And there's other drinks where you're, you drink it and you get some different flavors and you take another sip and you get some other flavors that you didn't realize the first time around. Whereas this one, it's the same thing over and over again. And this just, is definitely a mixer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it make a great, you know, old fashioned or yeah. But I mean, even even, even alone, if, if, some... you're just, if you're looking for something that's just easy to drink and you just want to have a nightcap at the end of the night and just sip some down before you go to bed and re, and and unwind, um, then you know this is maybe a good option for you. But if you really want some flavor, this is not stuff. It's the Glenlivet Twelve of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Essentially, hey, don't mad, don't bad mouth the Glenlivet Twelve. It's no, one of my but favorites. it's really smooth. It doesn't have yeah. a huge complex. And the Glenlivet flavor Twelve pa- is actually cheaper than this, but it doesn't uh, have a huge flavor palette. But you can drink it. it; it tastes like a scotch, very smooth. You can drink a lot of it. Mm. I mean, when you go back to drink more, it doesn't. You know, you're not finding walnuts on the next fla- on the next drink, and then maybe some cherry pits on the next one, and a little bit of oak on the next. one. I don't one. usually bite into cherry pits, Ben. <laughs> you know, they have that bitter. <laughs> I don't know if you're you know that, by accident, of course. That's why I have a, you know, that's why I'm going to the oral surgeon again <laughs> next week. 
Because I'm biting down on too many cherry pits. I guess so. But where'd you rate this, though, Ben, on our Thurston Gold rating scale of Browns? I'm going to give it about a, a six, but that's based on the fact that it's really drinkable at that high yeah. alcohol content. But yeah. the flavor, the flavor's not mm-hmm. really there. Yeah, the flavor is lacking. But it's smooth there for is, a bourbon. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven because of the drinkability, because of the smoothness, because of the high proof, but still being able to just throw them back and drink it down easily. Um, I, I respect that. That's... Uh, that smooth. I respect it. I respect that smoothness in there. Yeah, Don't is, you take that smoothness away yeah, from me. This is a NASCAR race day <laughs> bourbon because you can yeah. just drink. You can take a, a whole red solo. And cup there's of Jimmy Bob again <laughs> making left turn. And there you go straight away left turn again. Oh, it, he's driving it, his Toyota in a Camry. Car. He's coming up on a Skittles car. Oh, Eminem's at. <laughs> God, I hate. I mean, I, I like NASCAR. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I like NASCAR. But I mean, I don't watch NASCAR at all. If you watched it, you would like it more. I, I, think. I prefer Formula One. I know you prefer the cars that fall apart and just break apart on the track. Oh yeah, because uh, NASCAR, <laughs> like their cars stay together. <laughs> NASCARs. I think if you really like, I I adopted soccer. I like big time soccer now. And how? What's and the I last? And I made fun of it. And I made last, fun of it. What You've never last... even tried to watch NASCAR. <laughs> You've never even What's tried. When's the last time you watched it? Uh, during the Euros. NASCAR. No, oh, I'm saying NASCAR. Uh, a couple, a few weeks ago. You watched. Yeah. You you watched dudes making a left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched. It was Darlington or it was Daytona. So you watched the guy. You watched dudes go around. In you a never circle. watched it, so you don't know. It, it's more exciting than you're making it out to be. There's. I mean, it's it is one of the major sports here in the U.S. I mean, it probably has more watchers than baseball now. Probably more than soccer. Oh, that's for sure. Derek Jeter, Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, and deservedly so. Oh, of course. But yeah, I mean, I don't know why. But yeah. well, yeah, ninety nine point seven. There was one voter that voted him not to get into the Hall of Fame on the first. One, and, there was one guy. I want to like, know or one person. Like who would? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think yeah, Tom Derek Brady Jeter. should get in. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, was his, was his career? I mean, yeah, he played like, for a would, long time. That's but, just that's just a troll. That's just yeah. that's just that one dude that just wanted to be that one dude. Just he's probably a dick. Yeah, he's, he has the most not, hits of any shortstop in the history of the major league. Probably but not. No, a, he pro- shouldn't get in. Probably not a lot of fun at parties either. That it's dude, like, whoever it was, come come talk to me when you get four thousand. Probably hits. Skip Bayless. <laughs> it probably <laughs> was. he got a big he got a huge contract though. Skip Bayless to stay at FS FS one. Really? Yeah. I mean, do you know me? Do you any people? Do you have any human beings in the actual advertising demo watch FS one uh, undisputed every day? I mean, I would, I would, no, I don't know. I would, I don't really take watch a guess. Actually. How many people watch, watch it? Watch it between the, the advertising demo, which is like 18 to 55. I don't know. 3 million. 100,000 people, like 140,000 people. That's it. Do you know how many people watch Stephen A. Smith every day? 3 million. 340,000 people. <laughs> that's it. Yes. That's, that's a very small number of people for yeah. dudes that have a, uh, well, seemingly large following. Yeah, three. He averages somewhere between three hundred and about four hundred thousand to five hundred thousand a day, in that eighteen to fifty-five, which is where they the advertisers. That's that's all they really. So that. there are people older and younger watching. Yeah, but it's not really that much. No, it's it's almost. I mean, when you really look at like who's watching these shows on television, you and you see like someone like Stephen A. Smith get twelve million dollars, you're like, but he only less than four hundred thousand people in a country of three hundred and fifty million people. 
watch it. And then you when you realize that like right around half, mm-hmm. Skip and Shannon get right around half, which is about one hundred forty to two hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand people a day. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Shannon Sharp, you know, I I could you know, I I enjoy his commentary more than Skip's. You know, I mean, he just makes more sense. You know, I mean, Skip just goes out there and just says crazy stuff stuff to just get people excited and just to argue and yeah, i mean it, well well he's making a living off of it so i guess it's working for him yeah it just blows my, i mean when i when i because i was like what you know because there's all this because ah, what was it uh because uh the thursday night game was like a record for like an nbc thursday night game or yeah thursday night game mm-hmm. you know millions and millions and millions of people watched it yeah so i was trying to figure out like who's watching you know these shows, and it was like when I saw that it was four hundred thousand, three hundred forty to four hundred thousand for uh, first take or whatever they're calling it now, mm-hmm. and like a hundred to one hundred and eighty thousand for first take. I was like, who are these people? Like, well, well they probably just like who, turn it these, on. Why are they making this much money? They probably just turn it on only... in the morning and just leave it on in the morning. Not even listen to these guys. They're just getting ready for work or whatever, and they just leave it on. Like, like just a, some background noise. A third of the city of Buffalo is the entirety of the watching public for for part or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, undisputed. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that Shan doesn't get more only because he's a obvious Cowboys fan, and there's a lot of Cowboys fans in this country. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that, but you know. But just make me wonder where people are getting their sports news. I yeah. mean, I'm glad they're from not us. getting it from ESPN. From us, man. I mean, of course. I mean, people. I mean, we, we get just as many as many followers every week. We should. We should. I mean, we should. To, I mean, if, if you get twelve million, an hour, actually, if you get twelve million, yeah. twelve million dollars for four hundred thousand viewers, mm-hmm. we should be making a million dollars at least <laughs> easily. I mean, it it seems fair. Yeah, I think so. But then again, Disney and Progressive Insurance <laughs> don't want to advertise on our podcast. They should. Uh, they definitely progressive. I'll, I'll have flow on here. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, you could. I'm, I'm at that. I'm in that age bracket where I'm supposed to not be my parents. <laughs> like, I will, I will tell you where the commercials are right and where the commercials are wrong. Because there's nothing wrong with owning many of the same shirt. So I, I take odds. Yeah. With that progressive <laughs> commercial, because it's it's okay to argue to get less money on the floor model. Like it's okay to do that, <laughs> and it's okay to buy the same shirt multiple times. <laughs> All right, I've, we've bored everybody to yeah. tears. I'm, I'm not. I'm not yawning because I'm bored with you, but I'm yawning because I'm, I'm just tired, just in general. Uh, Friday. Is I don't a, know why. Is that a seven? I'm at a six. Like really late today. <laughs> like I do on most Saturdays. Well, the more you sleep, uh, the tired you get. I guess so. That's what that's what they say. You got to work work harder, you'll be less tired. Yeah, uh, tomorrow though, I will be. That's what Amazon days. says. Yeah, tomorrow, ten o'clock game start. At least around the West Coast. Yeah. 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 Actually, you, you want to, You're glad they're over in the afternoon, but you're sorry they start so early. Yeah. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Oscar Blues Brewery. It's the Mama's Little Yellow Pills, and it's supposed to mimic a Bohemian Pilsner. And we really did enjoy their Dale's Pale oh, yeah. Ale. Very, very good. Very solid IPA. And uh, we'll just pull this out of the cooler and give it a shot. Yeah, great Studio 54 label. Yeah, we'll be yeah. right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, a Pilsner style beer from Mom or no from Oscar Blues. It's Mama's Little Yellow Pills. Yes. Beautiful can. It's a beautiful label, beautiful website. Uh, Mama's Little Yellow Pills. It's a mountain pilsner. 
Yaya raised a rebel who grew up to have dirt on his face, sweat on his brow, and beer in his blood. That's why Mama's Little Yellow Pills is an uncompromising handcrafted version of the great Pilsner beers of Bavaria and Bohemia. Unlike mask market Pilsners diluted with corn and rice, Mama's is built on Pilsner and Honeybalt, then hopped with Saz and Aramis hops. While it's rich with flavor, it's 33 IBUs and 4.7 ABV, make it a luxurious but low-dose by Oscar Blue Standards, refresher. It's damn good. Crushable beer. I like that. Take two and call us in the morning. Good description right there. It's damn good. Fuck what you say. Yeah, it's a light beer. It's 4.7 ABV. Let's see. What a great website, though. What I mean, look at that old chub right there. That can. I didn't see that. It's a scotch ale. Well, if it's a scotch ale, anything from that part part of the world, I'm not drinking it. Uh, Oh, come. You got to give it a chance? No. I mean, we've given a few chances to some of those. uh, Boddington's. Boddington's and a few others, and they were very I don't think we've ever had a Scottish beer. Maybe not. There's probably a reason for that. We have had a lot of scotch, but not a Scottish, (laughs) the scotch ale. Um, but, but the can is beautiful. I mean, all these cans are really nice. Oh yeah. I mean, the guava rodeo, they got the wild basin boozy spark, well, sparkling water. Well, I don't even know what to make of that. Uh, and the Oscars lager. I mean, they have a beautiful PR team making yeah, labels. I know. Look at those pictures, too. I, I mean, mean that's like way better than anything that we put together. I'm going to have to ask whoever's putting these photos together. I mean, that's... down, look at these Look at these hardwood floors with I the nice know, poly seriously. on there with, the, you know, with a Fender with guitar the, yeah, over uh-huh. here. And gun, I don't know what this thing is. It looks is like it. feathers. It looks like a fedora with feathers like sticking out of the cap. That is, though, I mean, those, though, like, they, they got the, 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 the whole line right there. Oh, that's 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 really nice. Yeah, you got some competition. For that's them. nice. You got some competition. No, but the can though. I mean, the 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 Dale's Pale Ale, very simple but very easy to see on the shelf. Same thing with this one. Very simple, almost like seventies retro vintage style. Uh, very easy to see. I mean, it's just a bright oh, yeah. yellow can. Caught my eye. Rated ninety four points at nice. Total Wine. And we haven't had we've we've had a lot of um, sour beers on the show recently. Oh, we yeah. haven't had a pilsner on the show, and we do enjoy our pilsners. We do do enjoy a fresh, refreshing actually beer um, that's not sour. <laughs> yeah, just your typical refreshing beer. We don't like citrus in all of our beers. Yeah, no. We enjoy uh, our IPAs. We enjoy our sours, but we also enjoy our regular pilsners. And I, I hope this really is, you know, close to what we expected to be with those Pilsner Urkels. I head. hope so. I mean, it's got a beautiful color. It's light, but not too light. The head is sticking to the, to the, bo- to it's the, it's got uh, a nice the, head. It's got some bubbles. The glass to the, bo- to the, to the bottle. To the, the bubbles yeah. are still, I mean, they're still active mm-hmm. even after a still couple active. minutes here in the glass. <laughs> Hopefully. Hmm. On the nose, Ben. It's got a nice. It's got a nice. Why well, is it refreshing? It has a refreshing sort of nose. There's it's got a, a little, little nice hoppy weedy nose. There's like a little bit of hop there, not much, but you wouldn't expect a ton of hop either. Not too much hop. A little tiny little bit of wheat, tiny mm-hmm. bit. It smells nice though. It's a, it's a soft. It's nice, clean on the nose. Yeah, it's and very soft. It's soft, but it's got a nice. Let's see. It's got a nice European. If it's, stench. Let's see if it's crisp. I give it a stench. Like I, I like the term stench when it comes to European beer. Stench sounds like it's dirty. Uh, but that's the best description of a European pilsner. A good one is it has a little bit of a stench. A little to bit it. of a stench. All right, you want to taste it? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Ben. Taste this. Mm. 
Hmm. It's got a nice flavor. I no like, Christmas. I like the carbonation in there. Really? What I don't like, though. What I don't like about you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> is the dryness. You actually get like a uh, way too much dryness in this. You think? Beer. Yeah, there's like a, it finishes dry, and I don't expect that from a pilsner to finish dry. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, I like the the initial flavor, but the finish really disappoints. Mm. You mean because like from to be a, pilsner, a little bit more refreshing? Refreshing, yeah. This it's it's refreshing at first. Of all, I thought, oh, this is great, and then it hit the back of my throat, went down like. Mm. It's there's got some, a little bit of a dryness to the end there. There's some dryness there that I'm not a big fan of. But it's, I mean, the, the entry is nice. The flavor yeah. profile is nice. It's, it's the a carbonation bit is nice. It's got some carbonation, not as much as I was no, expecting. No, yeah, I, I, I wanted for. a little bit more, but um, but it's got a nice mouthfeel. It's it is a little bit luxurious, as they say. No, nah, really, no. In the in the mouth, it is. It is in the mouth. Huh. <laughs> all right but it should i get I, a room for you too I mean. uh yeah i'm gonna take the, i'm gonna take the other two cans and uh, i'll see you in about an hour and a half yeah i'm glad i didn't get any extra cans because uh i don't see you really drinking this one too much i mean for a pilsner you would expect just a refreshing crisp flavor to it this one you expect it at the beginning and then it just sort of dissipates and it finishes a little <clears> dry it's kind of weird uh but i like it no i don't i mean, I mean i hate it i don't i don't I mean, maybe hate it but I'm just not a big fan of dryness in a beer. I wonder how they got that dry finish. Mm, I don't know. But I like, I mean, just the right amount of bitterness, just the right amount of hop for a Pilsner. If it had a little bit more moistness. So again, I take another sip and it's like great. And then it just finishes like disappointingly. You want it to just flow. Yeah. Just like, gotta, like, where did that dryness come from? Like, why is it there? You don't need that in a Pilsner. Uh, probably from one of the hop varieties that are in there. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, where'd you rate this? I mean, because it's like, it's a light beer. It should be crisp. It should be clean. But it's not, it doesn't really strike me as like a, a lawnmower beer, only because that little bit of dryness, it just doesn't make your lips pop. It doesn't make give you that refreshing finish that you're looking for like that hydrating refreshing finish i'm not gonna argue with that but i still like it no i'd give it an eight yeah i'd give it about a five five yeah it's not five it's a five it's a five i mean i mean i was the last time we were three apart on it i I really like the dales pale ale and they they make that i mean that's a solid ipa it has a nice amount of bitterness in it It has a nice mouth feel it's thick i mean it's everything you want in an ipa but this is not everything you want in a pills uh that may be true yeah but i but i really like the flavor it's clean it's crisp it feels it has it at the beginning and then it loses it. A little it. bit of dryness at the it end. It's just like, it's gone. It disappears. It's it's just dry. I mean, to me, it's almost like reminiscent of like like an Asian beer, like a Japanese beer that's like, that has that bit. dryness to it. That I don't like dryness, in, especially not in a Pilsner. Hmm. Uh, your score might go a little bit down now. <laughs> I'm not trying to convince no, I, you. I, I mean, I like it. I mean, it, it is making me clear my throat like every time I take a drink because it's that dry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every I, like every time I take a drink, I'm like, okay, this time I won't have to clear my throat. But every time 
I take a drink, it it act my, my the mucus in my throat is actually more than it was before. Yeah, I but it's like you know when you when you uh, I mean because this is supposed to mimic a bohemian style pilsner, and when you think of a bohemian style, like just one of the most popular ones, which is the pilsner Raquel. I mean, that is very refreshing. Your stereotypical sort of pilsner, and there's no dryness at all. It, you know, there's a little bit of hop, but it's just that refreshing yeah. flavor that you get from it. Even, um, uh, what's that Italian one? Uh, Peroni. The Peroni. I mean, that's also like a that's pils. That's a nice beer. I like that that's, beer. That's a Pilsner, I believe. And, and I mean, that one is very refreshing, very crisp. And I would expect the same thing from this one, but it, it's, it, it hits you in the mouth. It starts off that way, but then it just has that dryness. Like, who the fuck? I mean, it evaporates like, in, right inside your mouth. Like, who tasted this beer and said, oh, yeah, this is a Pilsner for sure? Like, which one of the brewmasters figured that this is uh, a pilsner, like a true pilsner? The one that figured they had thousands of gallons yeah. of it, <laughs> then they didn't want to pour it out into the river. Like we have this really nice label, this really nice can. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's not. But, but I like it's it. average. I, like it. I wouldn't want to drink it all without. I need. I, need, you know, I actually yeah. need water. Yeah, five is an average score. I actually need water on top of the beer, and that's basically what is. It's it's average. That's interesting. It makes me want water. Mm-hmm. Which is an odd and a pilsner a desire after a, a drink of a beer. All right, yeah. I, I still think the flavor and the mouthfeel give me. It's good. I, I, I think they, they probably should market it as something else. You know, calling it what it is, it just it's it's not that. You could call it an American style pilsner. Yeah, something just not a bohemian Whatever that style. Is. Yeah. But you could call it something like that. Because I mean, when we were in the Czech Republic. We had different varieties of beers. And even that dark one. Remember that dark one that was like made in that, that restaurant? Yeah, but it, it didn't taste dark. No, it didn't taste dark. It was actually refreshing. It but it did have a little bit of burntness to it, that which was nice. Yeah. You know, it drank really easy. It drank really easy. There was no dryness. It was crisp. It was clean. And even though it was dark as, as a stout, is still finished yeah. very nice. because it was the only beer they had on the menu. It was the only thing that they had on the menu. <laughs> but it was... A very good beer, and that—that's what I would expect from something like this. If you're going to market it that way, then make it taste like that, and it's not. Yeah, I don't—I don't disagree, but I do like the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. All right, Friday. Anything else to add about Mama's uh, little yellow no. pills? No, no. Although I do have to put it to the side and drink something else yeah. so I can. <laughs> so you can. My hydrate. throat is not so dry. Right? Too much dryness. Too much dryness. Yeah, it is actually amazing how dry my throat is after drinking that. Mm-hmm. It's actually drying my throat out. I think I think there's I think there's al- like rubbing alcohol or or some type of a drying oh, agent just, inside the beer. It's interesting. It just doesn't taste like like a, a pilsner. bohemian pilsner. Yeah. That's for sure. So I'm trying to judge it not for what it wants to be, but for what it is. And I think for mm-hmm. what it is, a little bit colder too. I still like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's average. Sorry. It's something that Aaron Rodgers would drink. Because <laughs> why he's average? <laughs> he's he's very... Uh, I can't. I'm not going to say he's average because that's not fair. Yeah, because it's not true. One of the best ever. Anyways. His results are average. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, 10 years ago. 11 years ago now. Against... Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> How many has Tom Brady won that's in, that, why, in that time period? That's where all the hate comes from. It might right there. It might have something to do with it. A little bit of bias, it right might, there. We haven't won one since, so thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Steelers. Ben Rosberg hasn't won one. Since, maybe he's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but Shut we up. haven't won one since then. Franny, 
Anything else to add about the uh, the beer? Nah, nothing else to add about the beer. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the oh, show. Our long eve. show. Actually, it's not as long as I expected. On the eve of the, well, we have the one game under our belt, but tomorrow we have Eagles, Falcons, we have Steelers, Bills, we have Chiefs, Browns, we have Seahawks, and the Colts. Pretty impressed. I remembered all of that after this show. <laughs> I know, seriously. Uh, None of JP Weiss. But it should sure. be it should be a fun day all the way around. Get to see Baltimore lose as well on Monday, on Monday night. night. So it should be a good week all the way around. Uh, but thank you all so much for joining us. We appreciate it more than you know. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You can check out our show notes to get links to all the stories that we cover and all the bourbons, the scotches, the rice, the cognacs that we review. You got links to all the podcatchers in the universe. Download the show from any podcatcher or from our website. Please leave us a review. How many stars? Five stars, Ben. Please leave us a five-star review. We would truly Truly appreciate it. You can email us at the link in the show notes. You can call us at the link in the show notes. You can follow us on Friday's amazing Instagram account at Goal Thurston or at Thurstand and on my mediocre Twitter account at Goal Thirst. And check out all of our award winning or Thirst in Goal award winning uh, photography yep. all over uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram sometime maybe Thursday or Friday. You'll get. Uh, but you might get a posting Eventually. of one of the one of the beers that we've tried Maybe. in the last like eight or nine weeks. Yeah, I probably need to post that. There may you may see that at some point. Maybe twenty twenty two before Patrick Mahomes wins his third Super Bowl. Uh, second, second Super. Well, I mean, it might be third. Might, oh, might, that's right. By might, the time I post them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could Brady be fourth, will have yeah. ten by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, is eight? Is it eight possible? Do you think for Tom Brady? With the team that he has assembled around him right now, uh, it is definitely a possibility, yeah. And nobody will ever touch that again. I Not in our lifetime, probably. I mean, Mahomes has got to one, got to 2-1-1. One, one. Everyone, everyone's anybody just could do it, it would be him. Everyone's just waiting. And like, he's already dude. lost one. I mean, the way he's playing, I could definitely see this guy playing. I mean, until he's 50 years old. I mean, it's, it's amazing how well... He can still throw the ball around at his age. I mean, I don't, his release and everything, the strength of his arm is still the same as it was when he was, you know, playing in his first Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny it's how crazy. nobody copies him. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like in every other, in every, every other facet of life, mm-hmm. everybody just copies what everybody else does corporations, businesses, products, you know, employ, like, Everybody just rips off whatever that whatever is working for someone else. Mm-hmm. But people like Cam Newton, people like you know Kirk Cousins, like no, I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> I, I don't need I don't need to do what he's doing. I'm good. No, I'm no. good doing what yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Like ignore that fucking Tom Brady guy. Yeah, like, he even, doesn't even have in any. The NBA, in the NBA, it's like you know the Mamba mentality. You know Kobe's Mamba mentality. There's, there's guys that still talk about it, that yeah, still yeah. try to replicate that. They still haven't, but I mean they well, still try to, to replicate his. No, but I'm saying like, but there's there's that. But in the NFL, it's like no one's like, oh, the TB12, whatever. They, they, they don't. They don't. I they don't, don't need don't, to do that. Yeah, no. I'd rather just get cut. Yeah. <laughs> Can I? I'd rather get cut and complain that this rookie's better than me because of my aura. <laughs> yeah, because. But, <laughs> but it's interesting that nobody really tries to to get into his head, to get into his workout. Re- I mean, to and really duplicate his style of play. Nobody really tries to do it. I mean, Rodgers is cl- is probably the closest in terms of uh, g- getting the ball out quick. 
Uh, but he does. He can still move around like Brady mm-hmm. can't move around like yeah. that. But nobody really, even the pocket passers like the 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 Matt Ryan's and the Jared Goffs and and you know and the I could try to think of who any other pocket passer. Well, Matthew Stafford there. is also a pocket passer. Yeah, Matthew. No one really tries to duplicate, you know, his quick release, get the ball out, the way he reads the defense, the way he calls out the defense for his offensive line. Nobody tries to duplicate it. Mm-hmm. It's just strange to me that yeah. nobody copies him yeah in a league where it's mechanics or everything get a cryogenic chamber whatever the fuck it is what was it uh, what is he sleeping uh he probably hyperbaric hyperbaric chamber. hyper that's what it is <laughs> he well he probably does i mean he's you know he's got, probably got the whole peach zampers dark room thing or maybe on. it's the whole just dating a model thing i don't know well, they all date models. Yeah, well, I mean, just, it has to be Victoria's Secret, though. It has to be <laughs> very specific. It has to be a Victoria's Secret model or nothing, all right? Yeah, but whatever it is, I mean, I, I am shocked that nobody really tries to get in his head and, and replicate his... Because it, it's not like he's marginally successful. Yeah. Like, he's got three, and the other guy's got two, and this guy's got one. He's got That's seven. Over a <laughs> he's 20, got seven. 21, 22-year span. It's, 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 it's amazing. One out of every three Super Bowls yeah. in his career. He is one. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So but, shout out to Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. As much as I hated the guy, respect him so much now. It's it's hard not to. Yeah, and now and he, he, all he has now is all the talent in the world and the <laughs> yeah, I team, know. a team with the most. Just fix the <laughs> secondary and you're good. Yeah, all I have is like you know three number one receivers and a tight end. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. I don't need anything else. <laughs> All right, Friday. Anything else to uh, add? Nothing else to add, Ben. Except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's see how they start the season tomorrow. My expectations aren't too high, but I'm glad to see the green helmets take the field once again. Me too. And my expectations are very high. All the time. Until next week. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. (laughs) 